The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Tony Schiavone. Four and all the Cope Open, red hot. I want to tell you this, as far as top contenders are concerned, as far as top contenders are concerned, as we know, at Revolution, Samoa Joe has the two top contenders to contend with in that three-way match. You're number three, which means you have your pick. We've got an international championship, we got a TNT championship. What's going through the mind of the rated R superstar right now? Well, first of all, Tony, it's always a pleasure. Vegas, come on. That never gets old. And Nigel, just shut up, because I know you're spewing crap down there. How dare you, Nigel? And, and first of all, Tony, I, I want to talk about what happened to Darby Allen and Sting on Dynamite. And if I'd been there, it wouldn't have happened. So Nicholas, Matthew, that's a warning. Now you talked about the other championships here that I could challenge for. Hangman, Adam Page, they're going after Samoa Joe. As a matter of fact, I think Roderick Strong is going after Orange Cassidy. So I could challenge Eddie Kingston for his dozens of championships. And don't get me wrong, I really, really want to challenge Eddie Kingston. I do, and it's going to happen, Eddie. It's going to happen, bud. But then there's Christian Cage. 
There's that TNT championship that I won and then had ripped out of my hands. So I think you know where I'm leaning. Somebody else might be leaning in that same direction. Victorious earlier on, Daniel Garcia staring a hole through Christian Cage after victory a week ago here on Collision. And I think Christian Cage could feel it as well. Adam, it sounds to me like you think you deserve a shot at the TNT title because you've been getting a lot of wins. And, and I could not agree with you more. I believe that championships here, championship opportunities should be rewarded through wins. But you're not the only person here that's been picking up a lot of wins, that's been on a little bit of a high streak. Somebody else right in front of you has been picking up a lot of wins. And, and, and I don't mean any disrespect, I promise you. But last week, when I beat the patriarchy, I, I beat him. I beat the patriarchy. And I looked at Christian Cage's shoulder, and I saw that championship. And I thought, maybe, maybe, just maybe, maybe I deserve a shot at the TNT title. But then again, maybe Daniel Garcia will pull the classic Daniel Garcia thing. Maybe he'll lose the big one. Maybe he'll lose all his momentum. He'll get sent to the back of the line again. But the thing about me is I'll fight through that line a million times over if it means I get the whole championship gold in AEW. Okay. And you know what? I can, I can respect that, but you didn't beat the Patriarchy by yourself. FTR helped you, so let's square that away. But the FTR boys, they, they speak highly of you. That's enough for me, so I respect you. I do. But Daniel, if you're saying you want a shot at the TNT Championship, I want a shot at the TNT Championship, then something's got to give. So I tell you what, got a proposal. Wednesday, Dynamite, Austin, Texas. You and I fight each other. And the last man standing fights Christian. What do you say? I accept. That's how business should be done. Now I know you had a match tonight, and that's the only reason I'm not taking your face off right now. But make no mistake about it, you're now threatening to take food off of my family's table. And that just doesn't work for me. So I am going to beat your ass next week. What did I tell you? This man is a psychopath. He is unhinged. And right now, Daniel Garcia has put him in his path. It is only a matter of time before this man clashes. So the match for Wednesday, the Rated R Superstar Adam Copeland, one-on-one -on -one versus Daniel Garcia. Stakes raised. 
everything pushed to the middle of the table. And we've just been told Tony Khan has made it official. So it will be Adam Copeland versus Daniel Garcia live this Wednesday on Dynamite and 8, 7 Central on TBS.
Hello everyone and welcome to the show where after the collision we sift through the wreckage. <laughs> the wreckage. I am your host Jimmy T. That is the vet Jamie Williams. And we are live right here on HMG and channelattitude.com where for five bucks. Not only do you get the realest talk, but also the best talk in all the wrestling. Vet, what is cracking, my friend? And what's oh, happening, man? What a busy week. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy, oh, what? Geez. Why? Is there something going on today? Is there like a, is there like a game or something on? Uh, are there any press conferences this week? Uh, anybody, well, anything I mean, happen? Um, I've just been hanging out. <laughs> well, I was hanging out too. And boy, was I glad I caught that WWE uh, WrestleMania XL40 uh Press right. conference in Vegas. I know it's a tongue twister. Right. Your, no, a- trying, your AEW man. collision review is the home <laughs> of all your WWE coverage. Hey man, sometimes it's a better thing to do, vet. It is what it is. But tell me, no shit, dude. That press conference, I'm not. I'm gonna say it straight. Was one of the better shows of 2024 in all of wrestling. Shall I say? No shit. I was pretty invested in. The, I don't know about you, vet. But I really enjoyed this press conference, man. But what do you think of it, anyway? Uh, you you know, didn't like it, did you? <laughs> oh boy! Here we go. Uh, you know, tell me, come on, bet. You know, the thing about <laughs> press conferences is, um, <laughs> I, I, they're having everyone is having trouble hitting just the right note on these things hmm. you, you, yeah, fair enough. you know so so triple h comes out and he's like mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know and it's like okay I, I see what they're doing here they're trying to go big they're trying to go more showbiz he's trying to do the hype things you know his little catchphrases coming out with his entrance <laughs> music and all this stuff right and, and everything and then and it's like okay and then it's like oh and um you know and, and then it just here's here's a uh, here's some random people here's here's bianca belair you know you remember her she doesn't have anything going on this year but uh <laughs> here she is she's got a show on hulu please watch um you know shit like that um and then what like the whole thing with let, let's just Nobody cares, you know. Nobody cares about anything else that's going on. The only no, thing that anybody wants to see is life. what's going to happen with The Rock and Cody. That's the whole reason anybody cares, either for a work or for a shoot. That's all they're interested in. And what the fuck was The Rock up there blabbing about with <laughs> Family Tree graphics and all this nonsense? Like he's he's talking about how this family is like the only royal family and it's unbreakable bond and blood and bound by blood and all this stuff and that's why i'm gonna fight my cousin for the championship or or whatever (laughs) he didn't not for the championship whatever i'm just gonna fight my cousin we're a family we've been a family and i'm gonna fight my family what what is this (laughs) that movie about Paige? what's going on here (laughs) what what is he talking about and then cody comes out well wait before all that seth rollins comes out oh bro they they killed him bro so you sit there and you castrate Seth Rollins because once Roman comes out and cuts him down, he never gets another word in edgewise again. So he's just there to stand there in a shiny green tuxedo while everybody else talks about stuff that has nothing to do with him, right? It was sad, bro. It was cringe big time. Please continue. 
Yeah. So, so there's that, and then Roman comes out, and he gets all Roman gets all the good stuff actually, because The Rock's still corny and boring, and Roman gets like all the you know, and he's like the the, the number two table will have you now, like that <laughs> that kind of stuff. Roman is Roman's actually really boring in real life, so I'm very proud of what he's done with this character, you know, and and being interesting and everything like that. But anyway, he gets all the good stuff. Uh, Cody comes out and they're trying to make him you know the baby face which was never the plan let's let's can we stop all this the whole thing was a work can we just stop that it was not the plan they're backpedaling they're walking it back they're whatever you want to say but they made they made cody look like a whiner they made the rock look like an asshole and an idiot they made <laughs> seth rollins look completely useless useless yeah and then and then and then you know all this stuff what and then, and then the Rock slaps Cody. He's like, eh. uh. <laughs> and he didn't even. Oh, because he was saying shit about his cousin. And you don't talk well, yeah, to my family he, like he that. He said, he said your father <laughs> would be ashamed of you or whatever, and which he yeah. would, right? He but but the whole thing's weird. They were supposed to make it make sense, and they didn't make it make sense. Which that's how they, that's how you know this whole thing wasn't planned because the stuff that they plan. The stuff that they have planned out ahead of time, that stuff kind of makes sense when you see it play out. This right. you can tell is hastily like, oh, what do we do? They don't like it. Uh, all right, well, what if uh, what if the Rock turns heel? Why would you turn the Rock heel? What about all the little kids that only know him from movies and stuff, and they like him because he was in Jumanji? Like, what 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 do you do? It? Why would you why would you confuse the children? I, I don't I don't understand the children that like Cody. They could have liked Cody and the Rock. Instead, you turn the rock for some reason. Nothing they're doing is uh, uh, is is good. Nobody's happy. Well, to be fair though, Vet, I think look when the rock first came out, he was doing his whole usual, you know, shtick. You know, he's the people's champ. Blah blah blah. Sweating. You know, if you smell Very sweating sweet. his ass off with the wife beater jacket. I mean, jacket. The wife beater uh, shirt. And dude. Uh, John Enright actually made me laugh. He, he was saying he was channeling Vin Diesel or some shit, right? And I kind of laughed because I could see where he's coming from. But look, I think The Rock kind of, because uh, they were shitting on him. I mean, hashtag uh, Cody Crybabies. I mean, he did say that on the... So to be fair, look, he did turn heel on Pat McAfee. He, he needed podcast. he needed he needs to have Brian Gewertz attached to his hip so that he can write stuff like Cody Crybabies. That's the level of Brian Gewertz's writing. You think? Do you think it was actually him that? Oh, actually, probably was him that came up with that for sure. He made a I whole mean, bit out of it on the Pat McAfee show, and and that's that's why The Rock is lame and uncool because of shit like that. This isn't fucking nineteen ninety eight anymore, where he can just name animal body parts and everybody laughs, right? <laughs> we've we've become a little slightly more sophisticated since then. So if he's still going to do the same juvenile shit then that's why people are turning on him and they're not they're not happy that he's involved in this well look you know what Vet, the more i think about it dude and I, this is going to be a very unpopular opinion in terms of what you just said but i'm starting to think it was a work i know it looks like it's a it's a fucking mess right it does but for me it was an entertaining mess because they did in my opinion got interest going i mean everyone was talking about it everyone was pretty hyped about it 
there was people shitting on it. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people were shitting on it. But it got me excited for what's ahead. I mean, surely we're going to get a tag match now at Elimination Chamber, right? I mean, that's what it feels like. And I think they'll announce it next week on that, SmackDown. So does that mean that you've got your tickets? You've got your, Dude, flight, I'm pissed you off. Got your hotel booked? You've got all your stuff right now that The I Rock is going to be there. Well, I've seen the which, Rock he, which, person, which so. they, just, they still may not, actually. <laughs> Well, if it doesn't happen, then I'm happy. I won't. I won't go. But I was about to book shit. But get this, dude. It's either I pay. Look at it. It's bullshit, bro. Who the fuck pays two grand to go to the other side of your own country, bro? Including tickets to the to the wrestling, obviously, to Elimination Chamber, tickets for a hotel, yeah. and the plane ride, right? But the plane is a thousand bucks with no stopover. But get this. I could pay $150, right, to get to Perth, but that means it's going to take 15 hours to get there. 15 oh, yeah. fucking hours with a stopover, right? That's how long it takes to get to the US, bro. <laughs> Why the fuck would you, would you, I mean, I don't get it, bro. 15 hours? Why? Like, what, what the uh, fuck? Because? It's ridiculous. I mean, look, this, this is what the airlines do, man. The, those know, prices will they will they will inflate and deflate on on a on a you know on a dime so so part of me hopes it doesn't happen right but i just got a feeling it will so in saying that though um look i am hyped for it i don't know where it's gonna go like if the tag match happens i feel like the rock has to cost cody almost i don't want this to happen i'm just trying to make sense of it right so if Cody and Seth win, just say, if this tag match goes ahead, then The Rock is going to want to get some sort of revenge on Cody, right? You'd think. Does that mean Cody doesn't finish his story in 2024 and we possibly have to wait till 2025? I mean, is I don't that a know if it's going to make it till 2025. Nah. There's no although chance. although I wasn't quite sure it would make it to 2024 either, and and it turns out that the fans kind of stayed with him. You know, I always right. thought that Cody was insufferable, so that's why when he when he was you know in the main event last year, it was surprising to me. Um, I like it. I surprised myself how I felt about it. Obviously, mm. I didn't care about Cody, but they made me care. So then I was right. interested. And I'm like, okay, now I'm with you guys. Yes, finish the story. Also, not just Cody. This is the thing that gets lost a lot of times when people are talking about this. Because it ultimately just seems like, Jimmy, people, when they're talking about this, you got like a couple of camps, a couple of main camps. There's <laughs> yep. people that don't watch wrestling who remember The Rock and want The Rock to be involved because they don't give a shit about everything that's been going on. And then there's the people who watch every week who've been following along and got behind Cody and they want Cody in there because he's been there putting in the work and everything like that. And they, and they they're less they're less excited to see people come back. They like to see people come back. They don't like to see them take the spot away from somebody that supposedly earned it, whatever that means, right? So like that's what it seems like. It's either you watch and you either you watch and you want Cody or you don't care about wrestling but you just want to see the rock and who cares what happens to everything else that the company's been doing, right? right. Those are like the main two camps. Of course there's people that probably watch every week and still want the rock. That's fine. W whatever. If you like the rock more than Cody, but the point of it's not just about Cody, it's also the fact that the bloodline is completely out of juice at this point. So 
they're they're running on fumes and you're just prolonging it and it's getting sad and awkward now so there's nothing what? else for that story to do and if the rock wanted to be a part of this he should have done it back when the bloodline was much hotter uh True. now it's like it's trying to like it's it's like hitting the cpr paddles on a dead <laughs> patient Plus, he's um, condescending with what he's doing, dude, which right. is just weird. You know what I mean? Right. And you wouldn't want to make yourself, you wouldn't want to put yourself in that position. Right. You know, That's true. the whole way they did it was just bad. Even if you like The Rock, you have to admit that him just walking out there and saying nothing <laughs> on that SmackDown episode was pretty fucking stupid, right? So I, I just look at this stuff as like a lot of missed potentials. Like there's a way you could work all this stuff in and tell a good story and they're not doing it. And I think that's because that's what happens when you introduce an outside element. It's The Rock and all of his camp, whether that's the Ari Emanuels, the Brian Gewurzes, the Nick Kahns, or whoever's like for The Rock. And then you've got whatever the creative team has already planned out because they didn't know if The Rock was going to be there or not. And he probably didn't give him enough of a heads up. He probably just shows up and's like, "Hey, how about you uh, upset the whole apple cart just so I can be involved?" You know, I'll right. save this whole thing. Like the arrogance, right? So it, it's like, arrogance. so you got these two people trying to figure out compromises right now, and that's why the shit is awkward. What I will say about the press conference is, it accomplished its mission because a lot of people probably ain't watching that whole shit, and they're probably just gonna watch the clips online. So you got some right. good clips. You got some good good little uh you know short clips sound bites everything you want you got you got the rock slapping cody that's what you wanted right so for all the people that don't care to watch the whole thing for all the people that's not going to tune into raw and smackdown every week you got your cody getting slapped there you go viral and you know what was sad though i really felt for seth rollins man because you could just see plus roman absolutely buried the shit not just out of seth Rollins, but that world heavyweight championship bro he called him a bum he'd say get this bum off off the, off my stage and his second rate championship and he's sitting there all awkwardly in the corner literally but once uh cody got slapped you could see that was his excuse to sort of uh rage because you could tell he wasn't happy dude but once cody got slapped he just started going off bro and i felt like that was a shoot because not look i don't know seth personally but going by all these interviews that i've watched i know he takes this type of shit personally dude where if he feels like he's getting buried per se he doesn't take that shit too lightly and i felt he was not happy i mean he even destroyed him about the shoes they were bad shoes they look like becky's shoes let's be honest i mean what the hell was that that's i mean really i don't know but <clears throat> that's seth rollins for you Sutheron's got his own set of issues that yeah. yeah. Uh Sutheron's got his own set of issues that we've documented in the past or I've documented in the past and we don't need to go into whole, all that because oh, again no, this is an yeah. AEW collision review but but just you're right I mean just awkwardly just standing there like this whole the whole situation is it, it's it's not great but um they still got you know a couple of months actually. That's the thing. They're acting like WrestleMania is tomorrow and yeah. there's actually like a lot more tv left to go so i don't even know if they can sustain this you know um that's something that the wwe has done in recent years where they're like as soon as the rumble's over 
everything in WrestleMania is very predictable. It should take a little bit of time to get there because you always have that couple of months. And it's like they shotgun everything right after the Rumble and act like the card's getting built right there. So right. what's the hurry? Just relax. Right, take but... it easy. Exactly. Relax. It's like they're yeah. panicking, bro. Like they're literally panicking. Yeah. And then you've got the that... other then you've got the other weird aspect of like of Roman and, and Rock. Well, yeah, like what is that about? Like you're about to it... fight. What was this gonna be? The finger poke of doom? Like what what the <laughs> hell was gonna go on here if Cody yeah. didn't come out? What if Cody just sat in the back and then you guys do your little Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger predator <laughs> pose, and then and then that's it. Um, R.I.P. Peter Carl Weathers, by the way. Yeah, the great Carl Weathers. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, so like, was that just going to be it? And then that, and then that's what. And then you got two months to just explain why, why this is happening, or what? What is this? Is this for the title? Is it not for the title? The rumors it being for the the head of the table, which isn't an actual title or a thing. It's just a, <laughs> a it's a catchphrase. It's a t shirt. Right. It's not even and a then, table. Yeah, if you beat <laughs> Roman, if if The Rock beats Roman to become head of the table, then, um. What is Roman just okay with that? Like, yeah, you're right. You're the head of the table because I lost a wrestling match. Uh, you look like The Rock is already the head of the table because right, once he's exactly. there, you're following him around like a dog. Dude, they they they, they literally buried their champions. Like yeah, for real, they, right? So it's like, it, who is the head of the table then? Also, Rock is literally the head of the table if he's on the TKO board or whatever. So now you right. got Triple H. You know, saying on SmackDown like I, oh, I'm, I, you know, this all, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever he's saying. So, so you're trying to play this up, but know your role, basically. Are we, <laughs> yeah? So, are we supposed to pretend that we don't know The Rock is corporate, or he's like literally now the corporate Rock? Like, are we supposed to, are we supposed to not know that as fans? Are we supposed to just go by what we see on TV and The Rock is just a an, an actor who came back to wrestle? I, I don't what are we supposed to how far are we supposed to take the reality of this situation when he's yeah, telling when the rock is telling triple h fix this like yeah and just dropping f-bombs and bullshit yeah. and all sorts of shit right i mean it's bizarre it was a for me it was an entertaining fask shall i say if that makes any sense because it did feel real in terms of just the mess of it all like it felt extremely real with Seth being buried, and I felt like Seth didn't know all that shit was going to be said, or the fact that he was just going to look like an idiot standing aside. Because if I was Seth, I would have lost my shit. I would have said, fuck this championship. You killed the belt. I don't need this shit anymore. I don't even want it. You know what well, I mean? Well, it was dead. It was dead when it got created. Right, dead on arrival. Because the way, they, the way they explained why it existed, just... It, it made it made the uh, it made the title just seem terrible. It's like, well, if 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 the company actually has a problem with Roman Reigns' schedule, then why don't you schedule him more? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like if we're supposed to believe, it's like, well, Roman just has this belt and nobody beats him, even though we all know that, like, like everybody that runs the WWE sits sits in the back and watches everybody interfere in Roman's matches, and they're fine with that. Like, well. That's just what happens. We can't we can't send extra referees out there. There's nothing we can do. He just has to hold our <laughs> title hostage and we can do nothing about it. Oh, wait, I know. We'll create a new belt. Uh and that way we can have a world champion to be around. It's like, I'm sorry, who's 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 boss here? You know? So like we're supposed to pretend that 
that Roman is just too, like he's holding the belt hostage, but yet he still answers to people. They still book him in matches. Uh, and you see how none of this makes sense? That's why That's why my theory originally was that Cody was supposed to win. And because Roman was carrying those two belts around, you know, I thought they were going to give Cody that belt that Seth Rollins has and say, this is the the unified, you know, so you don't have to carry two belts. You can have this one belt. I thought that's what it was for. And then, and then, you know, so you all, you, you should all know my conspiracy theory by now. My conspiracy theory is it was a hundred percent going to be Cody. And then Vince just said, no, fuck Cody. I'm changing it. And that's it. <laughs> and ha ha ha. I can laugh at him or whatever. So they had to scramble to figure out, well, what are we going to do? We already had this belt made. Oh, I know. We'll have a little tournament. Seth Rollins can win. That's I guess that's all we can do with it now because you you fucked up our plan. So, And that all happened during that time when Vince was temporarily retired on Twitter uh, for reasons that we now know, but back then were very more vague. So um, while he was gone, they probably laid out this plan. Then he came back, forced his way onto the board, and changed the WrestleMania finish for some reason because that's what he that's what he should have been worried about this whole time is if Roman wasn't going to pass Hulk Hogan's record. Uh just that's that's what Vince McMahon had primarily on on his plate at that time uh so I think he just ruined the finish ruined the creative plans just to give a middle finger to his son-in-law and everybody else that was trying to make you know make some uh changes and everything and make things you know you know finish the story whatever and then they were stuck with an extra belt so they came up with a reason why it existed and that's why Seth Rollins has it and he's been doing his best but it's a terrible position to be in it's not like anybody could have got it over no and you know what's even worse they didn't even capitalize on it on smackdown bro instead you had triple h do his promo but where was the rock where was roman you know what i mean like how dumb is this we get we're gonna wait till next week for them to talk about come on man and now the the brand split forget about it i mean seriously at this point it's a joke that's one thing too what was the point of of unifying the damn WB and Universal Championship just for them to bring another belt. So why is Roman the unified champion, which they still call him that? He's that's not. why that's why I think that this I think the World Heavyweight Championship was just supposed to be the new belt. Now Roman only has the one belt, the urine color right. belt, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So so color. yeah, Ro- Roman has the piss belt and yep. uh and uh and Seth has the belt that would have been Cody's had they gone ahead and let him beat Roman last year. Um, I want to, the artist, uh, very active in the chat. I'll, I'll acknowledge him, uh, as the tribal chief, uh, he, number one, number one artist. It's not okay. If Cena does it just, just so you know, I'm not saying it's okay when Cena does it either. And I'm confused. Which belt is the original belt by lineage? It's been unified so many times. I don't know where the original is resting. If it exists, it's in Roman's belt. It's in Roman's belt. It is. It actually is. It's one of the two in Roman's belt. Roman had the original WWF title lineage (laughs) and he took the the universal. (laughs) Yeah. The universal one that was won by such, you know, like all the guys from NXT and right. It's true. And, that is now merged with the original uh you know buddy rogers belt and just quietly in case you're still confused about roman's belt uh and i'm talking to the artist returns basically the wb in 
the undisputed universal the wwe undisputed universal heavyweight champion <laughs> the wwe part is the wwe championship. classic yeah i know it's it's ridiculous, just to relate right? back to AEW for five seconds <laughs> i mean that's where the real lin oh shit oh no there it goes <laughs> Fuck. oh you got the piss belt jimmy I just, oh man! See, I just got punished by the fucking rock. For, oh no! For saying that. Was that was I that just, a uh, was that a Zoa energy drink? <laughs> Dude, it's like I pissed my pants right now live on the air. But instead, a whole sh- bunch of lemonade just went on me. So thank you, lemonade. Um, that's a first, actually. But no, look. At the end of the content, day, pal. content, absolutely content. That's a first. I've been doing this shit now for what? nearly five years i've never had a drink just gas me up like that but anyway forget that in saying that look it's a it's a funny little situation i don't know what's gonna happen no i don't think none of us are but the last thing and we'll move on vet after that <laughs> it's not yellow this one's clear by the way Richo. but um are we gonna get cody finishing the story or is it still up in the air even though it's been announced It's up in the air. Which it's is definitely up in the air. And no matter what they do, and no matter how many times they have to change plans, they can always say this was always the plan because we don't know. So they'll be able to say that even though I'm damn sure it was not. <laughs> it was just it was just people not reading the room and not, not being, you know, in touch. That's all. So it comes across as a whole bunch of like fourth grade fourth graders arguing it right now man and and like like we said before roman is a lapdog now plain and simple he's just a little puppy to to his little rock and i just don't like how they're portraying their head guys you know what i mean and, and cody cody hit it at the park i was worried about it with what he said he did good enough the fans responded but look we'll see what happens this week on smackdown i don't know i'm not i'm not like that excited it's it's weird but it is what it is but let's move on to uh billy jack haynes okay who apparently um you know murdered allegedly murdered his wife but let's be honest vet i think you and i both know for at least the past 20 to 25 years he's been one delusional guy man i mean he lies he was lying all the time he comes up with all these weird stories and him doing what he did for some reason, it didn't surprise me, dude. And, you know, I'm, I'm, it's sad, but is it really surprising with what happened? Um, I mean, I guess it's a little surprising because it's so harsh, you know? But right. uh, who knows? Um, I, I just, like, I don't know a lot of the details. I just heard about the basics, you know? Um, and the stories about Billy Jack Haynes over the years is that he's always been an off kind of guy. Right. You know, and and that he was suffering from mental you know, health issues, of course. Yeah. I well. can understand in later years, you know, like maybe CTE, things like that. But I'm talking oh, about sure. people that people that were around him in his prime have also said like way before CTE could have even set in right. that he was just always one of these guys that could snap at the drop of the hat with and he was a tough you. guy dude yeah. yeah it's very very tough very strong angry but then other people have said he was really cool so i guess if he liked you he liked you um but he just 
you know, he could be prone to fits of rage or whatever the case. Um, so he probably always had some degree of mental issue, which, you know, you, a lot of people have to do to be a wrestler in the first place. Well, yeah, There's got to be absolutely. something wrong with you if you <laughs> voluntarily want to be a wrestler. So, uh, you know, I, I guess... I guess ultimately it's not too, too surprising, but it's still sad. And it's too bad that, you know, this couldn't have been avoided somehow, you know? Crazy, man. I mean, it's just a crazy, I don't know, man. I I don't know what possessed him. Like I said, I don't know exactly the details, but, you know, knowing what, I've watched a lot of Billy Jack Hayne shoot interviews over the years, right? And look, I was never the biggest Billy. Look, he was a little before our time, if you know what I mean. I mean, we were around, we were fans in the 80s when he was around. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But really, you know, he wasn't like the biggest star, especially in WWE. He was more known, you know, in other promotions than WWE, for example. But it's a sad situation. It is what it is. And unfortunately, another wrestler does the evil deed. And, um, you know, it's just weird. 2024, we're only in February bit and look at all the shit that's gone down in 2024 dude yeah um well uh some of the stuff has carried over from previous years and many well years. yeah of course <laughs> but i'm just saying though considering right. what's been happening there's been a lot of shit that's gone down in 2024 yeah. and and in saying that oh, did you want to say something no something i was just gonna say I i'm already tired of making the shit joke you know like it's already oh. to that point when people say a lot of shit happened. It's like, yeah, because get it? it? Like you know, like I'm already yeah, tired no. of hearing that, you know? <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I would have made a me joke know, if I did. No, I know you don't, but that's the point. Like, we use that phrase so much. It's oh, like, no. it's always, that's just how we talk, you know? So it's ruined that. <laughs> Vince McMahon's <laughs> ruined shit for us. Thanks a lot. Uh, I know. And I, I can't stop thinking about him every time I say shit now. You're right. It's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah i i it's it has been a crazy year uh and and uh chris winland is asking uh if there's if we have any thoughts on tna firing scott demore i don't because Bizarre, i don't man. know what the hell that's about i haven't had a chance to even like sort of investigate that or follow up on it or try to look into it i have no idea it seemed to just come out of the blue um and i i also wouldn't trust any sources that would come out to even have any real information at this point, you know, well, just stooges, you know, according to our very own MSG who, you know, we did the uncaged yesterday. Mm. Um, he was telling me that, um, supposedly they didn't want to pay him the money that he was asking for. Mm. And, you know, he wanted more money. They said, Nope, we don't give a shit. We just want to use the bare minimum because apparently he went over budget like very over budget and they were and anthem weren't happy about well, that shit if that's over budget then i would hate to see under budget <laughs> i know but yeah the, what, like what now, was the budget with the budget was taking an rgb spotlight and sticking it in the hallway <laughs> how much does that cost 100 bucks <laughs> hey the pe energy bills are getting high now but come on now i mean yeah, hey I they turned off the lights didn't they a lot yeah just yeah. saying Remember? Um, hashtag turn on the lights yeah <laughs> or turn off the lights well they're off now yeah. at least at least for him <laughs> but but yeah you oh, don't okay. just you don't just um 
like if you ask for a raise you don't always just get fired. Most people just say no. <laughs> like right. you can still keep yeah. doing the job for the same amount of money. So if that was the case, you know, he could have walked out, which I don't think he would have done. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well look, I don't know how true that is. This is just what MSG said. I mean, take that with a grain of salt, obviously. I don't know where do. he got his No offense <laughs> to MSG, but it's like right, no, I have absolutely. to take every every second, third, fourth hand bit of information with a whole shaker. No, it's true. Stuff. I don't know if you had any inside word about it, but yeah, look, we're just saying, we're just speculating. It might not even be about that, but I've also heard that he's done some sexual sort of weird shit in the past that could have caught up to him. So I don't know how true that is also, but if I was AEW, I would go all out and sign this guy, man, right now. TK needs someone to do his show properly with a budget. Imagine he had a budget, like an unlimited budget. Scott DeMore could do some wonderful things for not just professional wrestling, but AEW as a whole. I don't know. Really? Trust me, as somebody that watches Impact uh, every single week for years, I don't, I don't even know what I can give him credit for. Like, how am Dude. I supposed to know what's actually Scott DeMore's idea? For all I know, he could put on everything on the show that I hate. And it could be other people that are coming up with stuff that I like. So I don't know. Um, but I, I don't like the show and I don't like the booking. So why would I want Scott Demore? Furthermore, why would Tony Khan want Scott Demore? He doesn't want somebody to <laughs> yeah. run things for him. That's already <laughs> That's abundantly true. clear. And he's had his pick of people that are way better and way more experienced than Scott Demore beforehand. True. And he didn't take any of those. So, you know, what, what is what is Scott Demore going to do? No offense to Scott Demore. I'm just talking about in reference to like, you know, the 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 people that are just sort of sitting around right now that don't want anything to do with it. You know, no Kevin Sullivan, no Jim Cornette, no whoever. Just name it. You know, and. Scott Demore is going to be the one to come and save AEW? I don't think so. Save AEW. I'm just going by what everybody, all the hardcore TNA fans think Scott Demore is the next, like the best thing since, uh, you know, sliced bread for TNA. Look, I'll say one thing. Obviously, I'm not a week in, week out watcher of TNA. The only times I do watch it is when I join you guys on the Impact Attack, which is on every Monday, just quietly. So tune in. What was it, 9 p.m.? Eastern, you guys are on, correct? 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Oh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. There you go. I could have sworn you guys used to start at 9 p.m. though at one stage, right? Never. Okay, interesting. Well, anyway, you know what the deal is. Go and check them out every Monday night, 9.30 Eastern, uh, 8.30 Central, I believe. So, um, yeah, look, I'm just going by what everyone says, not you, but just the hardcore TNA fan base that thinks Scott Demore is like the best thing that, that's ever been, you know, for TNA. Look, I will say one thing, though. He did bring a lot of eyeballs. Actually, sorry. I won't say a lot of eyeballs because, let's be real, they don't get a lot of eyeballs. But more social media attention and people starting to take a little bit more notice. And their attendance has gone up to an extent compared to, like, three years ago, say. You know what I mean? So, And there has been a little bit of a buzz. Whether the show is good or not, that's another question. But people like it, you know what I mean? But, um, oh, and also I wanted to ask you one more thing and we'll get into 
the wreckage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I hate to say this because we're on his network, but our very own Vince Russo. Have you heard what he's been saying all week about the WWE debacle? Uh, well, he said a lot, so I guess you'll well, have to tell me what you're specifically referring to. Well, more specifically, you know, anyone related to Vince McMahon, including Triple H, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Stephanie and whatnot, anyone, just anyone that was related, you know, right. the old re- all, regime. He thinks they're all going to get cleaned out. I think that's not happening, right? Personally, mm-hmm. not Triple H anyway, no chance. Um, but he's adamant that's going to happen. And he was, look, we love Vince. But he's a smart man. He, he knows how to get himself out there. I mean, everyone was talking about it, man. I mean, I saw it all over social media. I saw it all over on YouTube. People reporting on it left and right. So he knows what he's doing in terms of marketing himself, which is great. But does he truly, do you think he truly believes what he said? Or he's doing this um, just to, you know, well, get himself out there? The way I would describe Vince Russo is the stuff that makes sense to him makes sense to him so i understand why he believes that they would want a clean house because a lot of times you know when there's like a merger or a takeover or any of those type of situations a buyout you know whatever and he was you know he was around uh kind of involved in the aol time warner thing you know obviously times change like i don't think anything in the world is the same as it was 20 some years ago but (laughs) some things never change right and a lot of times when the new management comes in if there's some sort of something that's perceived to be a problem they're gonna cut that out and anything related to it so that there's nothing left you know just to make (laughs) sure right 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 so it it makes total sense that he would think that anybody connected to Vince McMahon is going to be, you know, excised from the new WWE. Um, I would tend to agree, and some of those people may be gone. Like, if you want to talk well, about, is. like, a Michael Hayes, for example, just been hanging around, you know, cl- scratching and clawing, just hanging around. Right, right. right. Um, yeah. <laughs> any any of those type of guys that are just completely unnecessary like who are liabilities like think of all the stuff michael hayes has been Ooh, just just the he's stuff an alcoholic that's like, as well like just all the yeah bush. just the pr nightmares that that guy would have but they always sweep that under the rug even though we still heard about it we still heard about the mark henry thing we heard about oh, the we Stephanie's wedding thing exactly we, oh, we heard all God. this stuff right so oh. so like all that right and bruce pritchard obviously right the avatar right you know, like that would make sense. Wasn't like, it what a do we really need? Avatar? <laughs> yeah, we, which yeah. was Al Snow, actually. Al Snow, yeah. Shout out Bring to the Al real Snow, Avatar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. yeah, like, I, I understand that, right? The reason I'm not going along with the Triple H thing is because, again, if you guys have been listening to me for the past couple of years and you've been following along with my fun conspiracy theories and narratives that I want to get over, then you know that I think Triple H is like spearheading this whole thing. 100%. I believe the same thing. I've even said that two years ago. Right. When it first came out. Like, who do you, like, all the timing that you look at at this stuff, it's like, it's it's quite interesting of like, um, you know, when this woman 
who's who's being kept as a sex slave at work you know is looking for people to help her and nobody wants to help her all of a sudden you know an anonymous email from a friend or whatever gets sent to the board well could that friend have a certain three initial name or <laughs> like are there people that are like are, that are like okay this is i've waited my turn the old man's not giving it up like i thought he was and now this is happening and then I have a heart attack and you're going to fuck up my NXT while I'm in the hospital. Okay. It looks like we're going to expedite the process. I'm tired of waiting and right. all these things, right? Like, uh, maybe, maybe triple H and the rock have, uh, you know, if triple H and CM Punk have buried the hatchet, maybe triple H and the rock have buried that hatchet a long time ago uh, and have been talking ago, about bro. things, yeah. uh, that they can do to help the WWE along. Uh, when somebody else is stubbornly holding it back and not wanting to, you know, get these things done. Obviously, right. before Nick Khan got there, WWE wasn't doing fuck all. You know, if no, anything, business was tanking, right? It was the opposite. AEW were getting, you know, the packed houses and WWE were the ones putting the tops up. That's a fact. Right. And Triple H has been working alongside Nick Khan for all this time. So, right. And apparently The Rock grew up in Nick Khan. And for some reason, I don't believe that. I don't know why yeah something so, weird about that dude so so again i'm just having fun i'm just i'm just throwing stuff out there like everybody else does for fun and i'm just saying i think triple h has been much more of an ally than an obstacle when it comes 100%. to like a brand new wwe i think his 100%. vision for a new wwe has always been um ever since and it was going on way before any of this stuff i'm sure when he was in WCW as terrorizing, he had a mm -hmm. vision for what he wanted the WWE to be. And he just had to get there first, one oh, step absolutely. at a time. You know? Absolutely. Get I mean, there, get really over, is. maybe marry the boss's daughter, whatever it takes. Whatever you think it he thought takes. that way? I mean, I can see how he's a cerebral assassin because exactly. he needs another nickname, Jimmy. Right. I mean, he's the game, he's the king of kings. You know what I mean? He's the cerebral assassin, as you said. I mean, he's Jean Paul Levesque. He's, mm -hmm. I love when people call him Levesque. You know how many people Levesque. have been calling him that? <laughs> yeah, dude. When, when all this shit was breaking and all these non-wrestling people are, <laughs> are covering this McMahon Trying shit, to read right? This French name. Dude, they're calling him Levesque. Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on, man. You know, it's like key, Levesque. Like, you know what I mean? The yeah. way it's. But anyway, I, but I find it hilarious. But anyway, in saying that, I agree with you 100%. That's why I needed to know your opinion so I think, on that. So I think. I think that's a thing that that Russo may not take into consideration because of his own heat with Triple H. So he would probably subconsciously what he's saying is he's saying he would like to see that guy gone because he still has, you know, he still holds a grudge with all these guys he's held a grudge with whether it's Hunter, Heyman, you know whatever. I think he I think you know one of the things that he he like really is upset about things that Triple H has said in the past but I think the things that Russo is upset about is stuff that Triple H was saying, but they're Vince McMahon's words and he doesn't believe them. And like whatever he said about for everything. Yeah. Whatever he said about China, like right. that was 
what he had to say is because he's saying what the company is saying, but I don't think that's yeah. what he believes. Look, obviously he was in love with this woman at one point. I'm sure oh, he, he wants her to be in the hall of fame. I'm sure he wants everything to be taken care of, but he wasn't the one that was able to make those decisions. Right. And I know that Russo was friends with Joni and that's why he's, he takes this shit so personal, but I think he forgets that he can't, he has to be persona non grata with triple H because right. a that's the company line. Hey, this guy doesn't exist. And B, he keeps talking shit about Triple H. So he's not in any hurry to like be best friends with Vince Russo again. You know, like I, I understand that. Or like when he says that, you know, there'll never be another John Cena in the WWE. Yeah, he said that to Ryback, but he was saying that through Vince, Mc, like Vince McMahon was saying right, that through right. him. Yep. That's not what Triple H believes. Of course, Triple H believes that there should be stars in wrestling, of course. Right, and you're kind of seeing it now. He's trying to get guys over. So I just think that, you know, if you really pull back and take the personal issues out of it, I could, you know, he'd probably really see how Triple H would be like the one guy who wouldn't get cut out of this whole deal. But, uh, right, no, you know, I agree. that's just me. What do I know? No, I agree. I think we're the most, uh, you and I have probably the, the ones that actually, you know, call it how it is, even though, you know, we're on Vince Russo's network and we love Vince Russo, obviously. I mean, yeah, shit. what is the, yeah. We're just giving you, I, I opinions, think Vince right? Russo would be disappointed if we didn't speak our feelings. That's a fact because that's what I, channel attitude fact, is all about. That's right. And you know, it's no secret. I mean, Hey, if he doesn't like our shows, he's quick to give it the flick. If you know what I mean? Like he has. With a few other shows you know what i mean heck he gave us preference of the rampage review over you know uh pj Polacco. in other words uh what's it called um my god just incredible um you know who was formerly doing the rampage review and um yeah they got you know they're not on channel attitude anymore and we still are so that's a good thing and he does retweet our shows vet so <laughs> i don't know if he's listening but he might but who knows? Um, but anyway, in saying that, I think that really covers everything, though, Vet, with the news. We spoke pretty much almost an hour. So I think it's time we sift through the wreckage. <laughs> the wreckage. I love it, dude. Ever since ever since you said that, I can't stop doing it myself yeah. now, man. That's uh, Thank you. You know, sorry that the, uh, the Bears aren't going to be in the Super Bowl today. <laughs> and... Oh, speaking of. Dude, come on. I mean, are the, are the Kansas City Swifties winning the the Super Bowl today? Surely. I mean, Man, if everybody's sitting here talking about Rock and Cody and all this other stuff, you want to talk about a work? It is. This is this shit is locked in. It's bad, dude. Because you really are not going to break the hearts of all the Swifties. It's not no going to happen. And you know, the what's referees after that? the referees will turn that field yellow if <laughs> San Francisco tries to go against the script. Wow! Imagine that, dude. If they, if Kansas City wins, uh, I know there's been always that rumor and innuendo about the NFL being fixed. Not just the NFL, but even the NBA. People think, but well, the, I'll be the, the NBA is confirmed, dude. The refs, what the, the fuck? The ref, the, the ref wrote a book. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but what about recently? Did, did you hear about recently what happened a few weeks back? Not really, but I'm my sure God, bro, this was blatant. When I say blatant, the ref was fucking up. What game was it, man? No shit. The, the 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 ref just was fucking shit up, dude, on purpose. It was sickening. 
I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, wow, this shit is for real. Like they, like they were cheating, man. I can't remember what game you it was. Don't it was have about to, ago. You don't even have to get to the refs. You don't have to get to anybody. You only have to get to a couple of people, you know? Right. Like right. It's, it's you, you ever notice these the you ever notice these curious these curious fumbles at certain times or bonehead interceptions for example for example yeah yeah i had the professionals like that look like idiots half the time doing that shit it doesn't right. make sense bro right they're not even doing a good job at doing no. the work anymore you know? especially the ones i remember watching checked in the full dude no shit they were doing ring a ring of rosie at one stage and couldn't get the ball two teams bro running around like idiots like in circles like what the fuck is that jimmy i'm sure you've seen the movie the classic uh the classic film blue chips right starring nick nolte love that movie bro old school yeah, bro absolutely. come on if you if anybody hasn't seen blue chips and you still want to talk about this movie's 30 years old now if you if you want to if you want to talk about whether sports is real or not go watch blue chips you know? <laughs> it's a great movie though yeah Absolutely. i know it's a movie i know the movie's not real but why <laughs> did sure, they man? make this movie bro why did they read between the lines walk between the raindrops read the tea leaves as stevie ray would say the great stevie ray also on channel absolutely Attitude. um but uh but yeah it's nick nolte but like he's like i coached a fixed game you know <laughs> all right so blue Such chips everybody movie. also film debut of shaquille o'neal so yeah speaking and of Shaq. and penny penny hardaway absolutely you just love penny man um but uh yeah enough of the real sports though vet or actually yeah. sorry what real sports what am i talking about <laughs> the fake shit this is the real shit so i think that's oh well actually one more thing it is AEW related okay so i guess it's confirmed that uh it's gonna be a game changer vet like the one of the biggest things in all of professional wrestling money miss yeah money <laughs> mercedes money is confirmed aw five weeks or four weeks now mm. from wednesday i mean are you pumped it's boston they're gonna get their cars and they're gonna <laughs> and, they're, <laughs> and they're gonna fly to see the uh mercedes money i mean mm. come on bro that was the announcement I can't well, the announcement signed. was that they named one of their shows in the future. <laughs> That's yeah, a terrible announcement. This, it's terrible, bro. It's I would have just said, well, you could have just had him just come on the show and say that without announcing just that he was going to announce it. Right. Just say that you signed it. Stop acting like this little stupid idiot, like a little kid, like, <laughs> look what I've got, without actually saying it. But it's dead obvious. Mind you, it got leaked the day before. I had that thumbnail of the... Yeah. Like I don't know how it got leaked, but it did, and it was and it was true. People also think Okada oh, will debut that that night. No way, you don't debut Okada. No. no fucking way. That's a that's an insult to Okada, right? But they're like, yeah, but the dollars, the dollars. No fuckheads. It's for Mercedes Monet. All right. But it's, what if it is a bank. double debut? Big business. Ah, oh, big business. Or well, sorry, man. You don't do that for okada that's taking the shine off him dude i'll just if you do that it's a waste bad but but, but if you if you forget in their in that one appearance they they were uh together as champs on that one show true. remember that's remember they true. ended the show in the ring together that's right yes you're right that's true maybe they're gonna so, be a team too the yeah. money the oh the bank statements or something i don't know yeah <laughs> why not have like an that? intergender faction come on 
<laughs> what would you call it? Chaos? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's taken. Uh, we had a chaos main event here, so that that's exciting, but that's just a sneak uh, preview did. for later. Actually, we uh, did. But yeah. yeah. Dude, the only so one good. I feel like I'm the only person that still likes Mercedes anymore. Everybody just hates I like this it. Woman now. I yeah. like her. I've got no issue with her. She is a bit of a prima donna for a female wrestler who probably puts herself a little high on a pedestal in terms of like star power and whatnot. She is a star in terms of female wrestling. Absolutely, she is one of the best in the game for female wrestling. But let's be honest, is it really that much of a game changer that like Tony's alluding to? We'll see. Um hmm. I it's mean, look, cool. the only time the only time that uh the NXT ratings ever did a significant increase besides that time that they had, you know, John Cena and The Undertaker and all that shit and hmm. only got 900,000 whatever on and, cable. And Cody and Bicky Lynch. Yeah, all those people, right? Um, right. Uh, before that, the only time it ever went anywhere over 600,000 people or approached that was when uh, Sasha was on. So um, so she she does get peak, a certain bro. amount of people to watch. Uh, will they follow because she's not Sasha Banks? Will those... 300,000 people or whatever that turned the channel to watch her on NXT. Will they know that Sasha Banks is Mercedes Monet or do they not Probably really not. care? We'll have to find out. Um, but uh, I mean, they've announced this ahead of time. So people have gotten plenty of time to get the word out that, you know, when the actual show comes to watch the show. So we'll see if it actually makes a difference. Uh, it would be great if it was Ted DiBiase debuting instead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tell me that wouldn't be oh my great. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, money, no. Money. No, we're trying to make money, Jimmy. We're not trying oh, to get money oh. stolen from us, okay? <laughs> you could have fooled me, Vet. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, look, yeah. so it was announced five weeks from last Wednesday, being town at the TD Waterhouse uh or whatever it's called, Bank Arena in Boston. I'm sure it's gonna sell out, right? I mean they yep. continue to, to book these big, big arenas. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. But nevertheless, let's sift through the wreckage, Vet. I mean, uh, all right. I I don't know about you, dude, but I don't know. I've got, there's a lot of wreckage to sift through for well, me anyway. Well, I've got my beach sifter, so I'm sure oh. that we're going to get down <laughs> to the nitty-gritty and go through each grain at a time. All right. Well, we're starting out I need to put a hot. sweater on in the hood? Yeah, that's I'm right. A, a helmet, um, maybe even? Maybe even, just just for just for safety. But we're, we're, we're going to need safety because we're starting out with Moxley. As, so safety is a, a priority for all of us right now because he's going <laughs> to... He and uh, Claudio are going to make their way through the audience, uh, and uh, they're going to face some of the CMLL uh, uh, competitors um, <laughs> that you've seen maybe hanging around here and there. Uh, I, don't, I haven't seen these guys get any ring action yet, but I've seen them around. And we're talking oh. about Star Jr. He's a and Esfinge. Esfinge. Is that like... Is it like the neck area? What does Esfinger? <laughs> uh, funny enough, uh, Jimmy, and this will make sense if you consider oh. this guy's this guy's mask. Um, it Anubis? means Sphinx. 
Ah, there you Close. go. So I was half right. I was half right. You're right. Exactly. Yeah, well, he's he got the, like, the Anubis mask, but we're going <laughs> yeah. with Esfinge. Uh, uh, Esfinge. The Sphinxy. Yeah, you know what? You know what? You know what? Yeah. Speaking of his, speaking of sphincter, he's got the extra small trunks on. Yeah. You can almost see this guy's sphincter. I like, was gonna say, yeah. Dude, I haven't seen trunks this small me. since uh, Hector Garza, bro. Oh my uh, god, bro! Look, but man, that's I hey, hey, that's 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 for that's for those uh those ladies you know that's for the ladies ladies need something too well and some of the men i guess like you know what it's you're doing when you're wearing it's those trunks, it's his name. Yeah, yeah. Sphinx. sphinx he's a i was sphinx. waiting i was i was gonna set you up for that but you fucking got me man i like it dude i couldn't help it man I, look i don't roll that way as everyone knows but f fucking hell's distracting bro i'm not gonna lie him trying to keep his Anubis mask on, even though he's a Sphinx, right, was annoying me. And the fact that, dude, pick your wedgie, bruh. I'm just saying. That's not a mean? wedgie. That's the cut. <laughs> <laughs> so he's right his, cheek. His trunks are right where they were supposed to be. This this isn't like an Ahmed Johnson situation. <laughs> this was intentional. He was bad. Ahmed Johnson, that was going to run up his sphincter every fucking match, dude. Right. And he was just one big motherfucker. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's weird shit, man. It draws the attention. So, dude, don't get your fucking, you know, your tights over. You're supposed to get yourself over, hey. not your tights. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> There were there, I, like I said, there were some happy ladies in the audience, you know, or maybe if not on this show, maybe the audiences that he plays in front of like Arena Mexico and stuff. Maybe <laughs> I'm sure they have a, quite a female uh, contingent here. Oh um, shit! Yeah, dude, That's wrestling's not good. just for dudes, man. Come on. Uh, but anyway, uh, so uh, you know, the Blackpool Combat Club are going to try to use combat. Um, the CMLL guys are going to try to use flying uh you know it's a, a clash of styles um right, but, uh, right eventually mox finally locks uh star jr down with an arm bar and taps him out so star uh, jr was getting the worst end of the stick in this match dude at least it's there <laughs> whatever he's saying he's kind of was on the offense quite a bit you know what i mean he's a bit mm -hmm. sloppy though mm -hmm. you know what i mean he seemed a little off i mean those times where he was trying to do sort of counters or whatnot did you see that headlock he did, dude? Oh, no. It was uh, Cesaro or Castagnoli. The way he put that chin lock on, dude, it wasn't even... It was stupid, bro. It was just... This match, it was... <laughs> but you know, they probably don't grab a lot of chin locks down. <laughs> but you know what's that's funny? Did you see at the end when he power-bombed Esfinte? I'm talking about... Uh, uh Costagnoli. dude he pulled back on his fucking on his tights and you heard the <laughs> as he power bombed him and i'm like right. what the fuck did did his freaking uh underwear just go straight onto his cheek bro i don't know if he meant it you know what i mean and just trying to rib him because it was distracting maybe even for him but it was pretty funny man i heard the sound effect dude if you pay attention you'll see it it was pretty funny but anyway what is it to say about this match? Yes, it was a clash of styles. You know, two guys are, are more, you know, ground-based. Eh, Moxley, you can make the argument. You know, he likes blood. We sure did get blood, but it wasn't any blade jobs. It was right. looked like hard ways, dude. Um, what, in this match? 
Yeah, if you saw Moxie's side of his head, he sort of started bleeding a little bit, and on his forehead too. It's like he copped a few potatoes, dude. There's a few esfinctes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> shit's yeah, real down so... there, son. Um, <laughs> uh, but, oh, boy. But, yeah, I mean, you know, look, if it's Moxley, there's a really, really good chance that it's going to be blood somehow, right? Uh, actually, <laughs> yeah, man, blood. Purposely, yeah. <laughs> fireman uh, fred a... always uh leads, <laughs> so he's a fucking idiot man to think this guy was such a big deal at one stage the guy of the shield think about that isn't that bizarre or what i mean it was bizarre to me uh but <laughs> I, mean, I mean what do, you know again what do i know is you want to <laughs> make this guy it's remember this he had he had the what was that? What was up with that gas mask gimmick he had? And, uh, the air raid sirens. Like, what the fuck was that about? I have no idea. I thought right to center were making a comeback somehow. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's those people truly. You know how people think I don't exist and Australia doesn't exist. Well, right. during that time, people, or well, not that time, but after the fact, they're saying WWE knew COVID was coming. Hence the Ambrose character with the gas mask. I kid you not. What about sure. Mitch? Where's Mitch? I want to see Mitch again, bro. Uh, I think Mitch comes with the uh, two-figure action pack. Uh, he does, actually. He does. He really does. Mitch was over, bro. I mean, Mitch and Mox. Can't go Not wrong. Really. Eminem. Not really. <laughs> you know, Come on. All right. So anyway, here's here's what's not over. So these guys get on the microphone after. Um, oh. And then... Uh, this is weird then, uh, again, dude. They they say something like, I don't know, whatever. I'm not listening. If John Mox, they cut talking, to a commercial, not... dude. They were walking they? off. They uh, cut to a commercial once FTR were coming out. Next thing you know, they come back and it's a schmoz. Okay. Well, I saw the whole thing on my feed. Oh, so. Um, so yeah, so FTR does answer whatever challenge they threw out there. So then a brawl ensues everybody's fighting out there um jobbers everything the, yeah like you know and I, I i'm sure that uh uh many lives were feared for by all this you know <laughs> i guarantee lives were threatened and feared yeah. in this yeah. uh little schmoz they should probably just fire everybody in the <laughs> segment right just to be safe i mean they should i mean they fired cm punk i mean who was that bald guy with the pink tights just saying I have no idea who that is. <laughs> he didn't wrestle with tonight. Fire his ass. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Who the hell are yeah. you? You're fired. I really was like tripping, thinking, who's that guy? Like, mm. why is he there? To like do the break apart? I mean, come on, man. This is yeah. dumb and stupid. I don't care. So I guess FTR, uh, I sound like a Boston dude saying that FTR. But anyway. We, we have established that uh, the Boston accent and some areas of australia are not that far it's true off. no they're actually similar with certain words like car you know what i mean bar that's how we say shit but anyway we're not here to talk accents no but the we're point here is to talk we're here to talk daniel garcia <laughs> baby oh my god bro. i was so excited jimmy because he's on in this correct spot as second on the show so i'm like okay i can watch his second now. bit it's not just second well, well, but at this time, at this time, right, right. In, in chronological order, at this time, I see him come out and I'm like, okay, this is where he belongs. Um, he doesn't necessarily Dancing have to be in the opener, but he shouldn't be at the end. So, so here he comes. I go, oh, all right, Daniel Garcia, this is good now. And then I see 
Shane Taylor. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know what's about to happen here. <laughs> you know what? I actually, this match kind of entertained me. It was, it was better a than good... the first match. It was. Okay. Well, on that note, since you jumped right to it, the match wasn't oh, bad, sorry. but oh. I'm just, I'm already seeing the finish before the match even starts because <laughs> you have oh. Shane Taylor out here not to get Shane Taylor over to get a quality win for old DG, right? Um, and I don't like that. I don't, I, I don't like that. Because if Shane Taylor only comes on the show to give other people a quality win, that's not a quality win now, is it? <laughs> dude, I He's got to beat somebody for it to be a quality win. He's too big for this company, dude. He's a jobber automatically. If you're big in AEW, straight down you go. Wins and losses matter now, Vet. Remember that. I, I've never forgot it. But <laughs> nonetheless... Uh, so yeah, but they worked the match. The match would, it was would a good match. Good. Decent. It, it actually pleasantly surprised me, bro. I'm not kidding. Yeah, they didn't do anything totally stupid. Uh, well, the the stupid thing wasn't in the match necessarily, but it was uh on commentary because you know you have to have the, you know, Mister Magic Daddy on the the commentary oh. team every time Daniel Garcia has a match. So there's a spot where uh i guess daniel garcia tried a sunset flip like a moron but that's a that's you know that's a classic <laughs> a spot try to sunset flip a giant man everybody's done it they try <laughs> to do it to yokozuna every single time you know um it's just like uh... obviously if this were real no one would even think to do that but they always have to get do, get the spot in so he goes for the sunset flip or whatever and then um you know shay taylor gives him a leg drop right yeah so it's like, ooh, squish, just sits on his head. That was sick, then, dude. I like and then the daddy, and then and then and then daddy over there is like, <laughs> you can't make those kind of mistakes. Like <laughs> that's your commentary. Shane Taylor just oh, sat on Daniel man. Garcia's head, and you say, can't make those kind of mistakes. What mistake? Getting sat on? <laughs> He's a freaking. Or idiot, trying to bro. sunset flip a giant man. Maybe that's the mistake he meant. So you know, dude, when was the last time they've used the term sunset flip? Think about that for a minute. I'm telling you, I haven't heard Sunset Flip in quite a while. Now it's, uh, it's they say some Spanish term, bro. Uh, yeah, I don't know what, what Sunset El Sunset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like that. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, dude. I have not heard the term Sunset Flip in a long time. No shit. Just like well, small packages. You didn't have Excalibur out there, so you're gonna hear the original true. names of stuff That's sometimes. True. Like, um, why, why can't we call a roll up a small package? anymore I, I don't know what happened to that you know what i mean another one gone inside cradle and that too inside cradle that's the og one actually and then it became small package and now it's just a plain old candy bar it's a candy bar <laughs> that's all it is it's a roll-up bro i like roll-ups actually but anyway yeah so oh, anyway yeah. uh <laughs> so so eventually <laughs> So this is this is the part of the finish that I'll tell you what I like about the finish and I didn't like about the finish. Right. Okay. Go for it. They go for the same spot again, but this time mm -hmm. Dale Garcia moves on the leg drop, catches him, puts him in a knee bar, and taps him out. So here's what I like about that. It doesn't matter how big you are, a joint lock is a joint lock. So right, if absolutely. you if you catch a knee bar on some guy, yep, that's gonna do it. But what I here's two things I didn't like. Number one, and this is not as big of a deal as it will become later, but number one, that's the second tap out in a row. So if you're two. looking at the booking of this card, this is number two back to back. Second, uh, 
Shane Taylor just laid in the ring and pretended to reach for the ropes for like 15 seconds before he finally tapped out. I like he didn't dude. make any, obviously he could have dragged himself over to the ropes. Come He's on, a bigger big and stronger. dude, right. Come on, man. So I would have at real. least liked to see an honest effort, but here's the thing. And this is something that everybody forgets when they're submission specialists, right? Okay. <laughs> submission specialists. A joint lock is a joint lock, all right? Right. It's it's a warning. In MMA, when you get somebody in like an ankle lock, a knee bar, a Kimura, whatever these things are, it's there to let you know, I will break this if you don't tap out. Absolutely. That's it. You don't actually do it as hard as you can. You do it enough to let them know that you got them and right. give them the chance to give up, right? So they got to give up right away. Well, Exactly. Shane Taylor needs to give up right away if he's caught in a knee bar so that he doesn't bury the hold and so he doesn't bury, bury himself for just looking exactly. like a just laying around like a beach <laughs> whale not reaching the ropes. He was doing so, the nana dance like on the floor yeah. pretty much, dude. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta like if you're gonna do that finish, you gotta catch him in it. He's gotta really struggle to reach the ropes and then like as he's almost to the rope, like he, he scoots, like it's, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. You know, you have to have a sense of urgency in this. And then right when he's like fingertips away from it, that's when he like, nope, too late. I got to tap out because then you put over the urgency of the knee bar. You look like you tried to escape instead of just lay there and stick your arms out. And you putting over the danger of i look i i know i'm better than this guy and i'm bigger than this guy but damn it if he breaks my knee i'm gonna be out and i can't make any money so right, that's exactly. the story that you're telling so if you're gonna do that finish you have to do it that way if, if anybody remembers wrestlemania 21 with kurt angle and Shawn michaels where kurt angle has an ankle lock on Shawn michaels for like six minutes it's like oh god it it doesn't yeah. work like that if if you don't if the guy doesn't that's give up you just break his man. leg that's it. Right. Exactly. But on, so. man. It's 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 stupid. It buries yourself. It buries the move, like you said as well. And now, Shane Taylor. I mean, where do you go from that? You lost to a little dude. Let's be real, bro. You couldn't even scoot even though, to the ropes. Even though you dominated, you know. Right. Uh, that's what they do in AW. That's how every match goes, dude. The team. Right. I mean, the the wrestler that dominates all team that dominates end up losing every time, bro. Well, that's, that's the, the thing. I mean, that's formula. that's a way. That's the way you want to do it. It's sort of like a, um, it's like a concession. It's like, well, you're going over, but I'll take the majority of the match. You know, that's yeah, that's exactly. always been like that. I want to get my yeah, but now yeah. it's more prevalent than ever. It feels like in AEW, particularly. No, Jimmy, you're just learning more, and you're <laughs> getting smarter about it. That's the difference. <laughs> Come on. When you were <laughs> just some mark, you didn't think about this, but now that you're you know talking to these guys on these channels and stuff and like <laughs> now you're seeing it like a pro you know what i mean so well, of course it's more obvious to you than it was back in the day but it's always been right. like this of course no i mean look it just yeah i don't know why it stands out so much so in aw compared to WWE, but even WWE lately have been that way also and like you said absolutely it, it always happened but it's starting to annoy me dude and well, your wrestling IQ real. has it's... gotten too high, Jimmy. You're just too yeah, smart. But see, I don't let man. that. 
I don't know if that's a compliment or fucking, you know what I mean? Well, it's a compliment to you, but it's a, it's a detriment (laughs) to your watching ability because now you see through everything. Whereas before you accepted more, you know, when you're younger and you don't know any better, you accept a lot more because you don't know better. If somebody comes on here like me and breaks it down or like a Ben Hameen or a Stevie Richards or any of these people can break this down for you, then you see it and it's like, oh, now I can't unsee it. <laughs> it's just uh That's true too. That's actually very true. And I've like, I've said this a million times. I've learned so much from you in every sense, dude. And and look, man, I try like like you said, man, you know, the, you gotta play your your a la carte. Everyone mm-hmm. destroys me for my accent the way I say it, right? Just quietly. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is, peeps, all right? God damn it. But anyway. It's a Boston accent, guys. <laughs> well, yeah. They copied Money. us. Come on now. <laughs> Money. I mean, seriously, that cringes me also. But in saying that, it, it does, it, it annoys me, man. And I try to look past it. You know what I mean? I can still enjoy professional wrestling. <laughs> Zane goes, I wouldn't take that, Jimmy. Relax, Zane. Come on now. Anyway, like I can look past it and still be invested in something, knowing that it's all bullshit and whatnot, right? Right. But still, I can get invested in it. If it's good, it's fucking good. You know what I mean? But when it, it sucks, it sucks. It sucks if, bad. If they if they were better at it, well, you know, that's not you, you'd thing. enjoy it more. But it's not. It's, but these guys actually, Shane and Garcia had the right match, but just those little tweaks to the finish would have made it perfect. And if Shane Taylor had been beating dudes, then this match would have meant something for Daniel Garcia. Instead, he's just, they're using Shane Taylor wrong. So it doesn't actually help Daniel Garcia as much as it makes Shane Taylor uh, lose some of his value. I just, I would just like to see them. Shane Taylor should be in a Daniel Garcia spot, I think. So I'd Mm. like to see that. Now I know they got a crowded roster and there's not all the room at the top for everybody, but... There's ways around that. You could have gave Daniel Garcia somebody else tonight. It didn't have to be Shane Taylor. Wow. I'm sure it was hap- Shane Taylor was happy to get to work because it's always better to work than not work, even if you are going under. But right. regardless, we don't want to spend too much time on this. We we we've I think we've gotten our points across. Right. Um, and and we're like gonna I talk said, about him even more. And I'm talking about D <laughs> yeah. C. Well, we thought we thought Daniel oh, geez, Garcia sorry. was in his correct spot, but we'll no. see. Um. So Lexi is with Eddie Kingston now, and he says that when he, whenever he, you know, eventually fights Brian Danielson and beats and beats him, Daniel Daniel Bryanson has to shake Eddie's <laughs> hand because he knows uh, that that's gonna kill him inside to shake the hand of somebody that he doesn't respect. The king of the bums, vet. I mean, who that's the right. hell shake oh. the bums hand? <laughs> oh God, that is the worst catchphrase of anyway i won't even talk about that forget it he calls himself that he's that you're a bum but uh yeah it's it's childish vet he's gonna shake my hand i oh, get fucked he doesn't hey, like you hey you leave Eddie <laughs> kingston alone all right he's one of my all card items <laughs> <laughs> oh you gotta use a lot of uh items if you know what i mean for eddie kingston but anyway yeah, well, so you're not gonna up. see da- you're not gonna see Danielson tonight because he was at the new beginning in Osaka taking on Zack Saber Jr. 
uh, which I need again. to hurry up and finish this review so I can go watch. But anyway. Yeah, I want to watch it too, man. I'm actually intrigued by that match again because it's always fun with them too, man. And he had an eye patch on in the promo video, so apparently. He did? Why? I, I, I don't know. Maybe they maybe he took that picture maybe he took that picture before his eye got better. But anyway. It's so um, dumb, but but whatever. I guess all right. they think Japan doesn't know what's going on outside of Japan. Well, I haven't actually watched the match. He might not have had the eye patch on. But anyway, Brian Cage. Uh he can do anything Hook can do. Uh so he's gonna take mm. on the Outrunners, but the Outrunners have a secret weapon. Um it's it's chance, the mascot wow. for the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Now this is where oh, we're really missing it. Chris, because uh, he could probably give us a backstory on Chance. But hundred uh, <laughs> percent, like, is is this a is Chance a dinosaur or something? Like, I was trying to figure out what this mascot is. Does anybody know? Is he uh, a knight? Canada spaceman? Is he? Uh, do you know? <laughs> yeah, Canada spaceman, or is it retro rocket? Something like that. You're Canadian, the resident Canadian here. Tell us who Chance, the is he the Las Vegas Knights, whatever the hell they called um mascot right yeah so so he's out there with the outrunners but uh you know he uh he basically um does nothing for them uh as as uh, <laughs> truth magnum tweeted out uh for a guy named chance he did absolutely nothing to help us uh, uh so that's funny he's a gila monster says liz okay a what a gila monster what the hell is that um, it's some lizard we have in the southwest over here in the oh. states. Oh, have you heard of a blue tongue lizard that we have right here in Australia that doesn't exist? Not really, but I assume it's <laughs> completely deadly, and one lick could kill you. <laughs> you know what, dude? I used to catch lizards back in uh, elementary school, right? No shit. Now you wouldn't even catch me freaking touching one of those things. Just saying. Mm. I used I to love you, but yeah, they're you know better now, and they're blue tongue again. Oh, your IQ went up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking back then, dude. But anyway, you won't even catch me touching any reptile right now. But anyway, yeah, I don't have no idea what a what monster was it. It looks like a uh, Gila what? monster. Uh, G I L A. You can Google it and see what it, it's usually like black and orange. Um, oh, it's a little okay. little guy. Uh, <laughs> a little can, guy. I think it. I think it can be poisonous, but I don't think it really. It's bites bacteria. a lot of people i don't think it's like a hostile animal i could be wrong about that but dude so. can i ask you since we're on the lizard subject sure. why the hell does people particularly in florida love catching guanas and eating them i guess there's just so many of them you got to do something yeah apparently i mean i've seen some weird shit come up on my facebook that really pissed me off but that's for another time but anyway enough of the lizards let's get back to this damn match all right so uh Brian Cage, the uh, the known and renowned submission specialist, gets the yes. third tap out of the night on. Uh... Wow. Yeah. What so... the hell is wrong with his company, bro? Well, he's got to he's got to get it over that uh, he can do submissions too, because Hooks finishes the uh, red rum. Yeah, but like you said, three in a row, bro. That's, That's where odd. you have to look at this. I mean, you what that. Shouldn't someone speak up here? Like we're doing this, so don't do it. You know what I mean? Now Talk I know, I know what the uh, smart fan answer would be if I was to say this. They would say, "Well, if you watch UFC, you could get three submissions in a row." Yeah, which right? Okay, I guess fair, but, but that's that's different. Maybe though. you know, you know, 
if you're in control of the outcomes, maybe just mix it up a little bit. You can make <laughs> it think? submission night, you know? Yeah. Well, it clearly was. I mean, mm -hmm. clearly. Yeah, we didn't even know it was, but it was. <laughs> they didn't even advertise Big it. Big business. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh, submission shit. collision. Oh, my God. That's got a good ring to it. Submission collision. I won't yeah. even ask for royalties. Just... Uh, <laughs> The submission collision. It's one of those ones. Oh man, this company, I love it. Not to be confused with the submission magician who's on the other <laughs> channel. Uh, who's the submission magician again? I forgot. Oh, Shayna Baszler, the Queen of Spades. Oh yes, there we go. That's right, Shayna Baszler. Don't even go there, bro. I mean, what are they anyway? Forget that. Let's stop. So anyway, uh, so yes, Cage gets the tap out, and then. Uh, Chance tries to appeal to um, Prince Nana and do the dance, right? And then they get the dance going, and it actually is going well for a second until uh, Brian Cage attacks Chance from behind like a coward. <laughs> um, then Hook comes out to save Chance, and uh, they get into a brawl there, and then um, I'm sure everybody in attendance feared for their lives, and <laughs> probably fire everybody here, too. Even though Chance works for the Golden Knights in the NHL, they should fire him, just just fire him chance. for being involved in this god damn it where's chance to wrap up just to get the double effect going two chances mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. book it now pal that's right come on tony you know that's money not the money that you money. were advertising yeah money but uh big business still money submission collision <laughs> big business oh boy that's gonna be a a big dynamite right i mean geez we're All gonna right. hear a song money gonna yeah. be playing over and over but anyway let's move on yeah yeah the outrunners you know bless the outrunners you could sometimes see them on wrestling with rip rogers live so uh check those I guys out follow them see everything they're doing i think they're a good team you know what i mean yeah. like really i'm being dead serious they're an actual tag team they should sign these guys i mean they're clearly contemplating they are signed i think they actually are they signed. okay so. oh no you're right i think on the on the uh, OVW documentary, the what do you call it? Well, the wrestler, the wrestlers, whatever it was called. What was it called again? Mm -hmm. Is that what it was wrestlers? called? Yeah, it was right. Super I'm pretty Ball sure Saturday? they said it on that. <laughs> That's later on. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, they did. I think they did make a reference about the Outrunners signing with AEW. As a matter of fact. Yeah, so good for them. Um, and they do their business here like they're supposed to. They're, you know, losing handicap matches. Uh, so that that that's fine. Standard. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> all right, so next, uh Lexi is with the uh Undisputed Kingdom, or is she with Tomohiro Ishii? I can't remember. Like she was with No nah, Kingdom, Kingdom. They all came they all came in and like <laughs> eventually Roddy threatened Ishii. So Ishii must have walked in at some point, I guess. And <laughs> He should have said, even though this had nothing to do. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah what, whatever. Who cares? Let's not talk about uh, it. Shivani brings no. Edge out. Okay. You mean Adam? Adam? No, I don't. I mean Edge. Oh. And then uh, he says, he starts cutting a promo and he's talking about titles in the company. And he says, uh, but not the world title bit. Well, he's, he's saying that of, you know, of all the, uh, you know of all the uh dozens and dozens of titles that eddie kingston has he wants <laughs> uh christian's tnt title but so, not the world heavyweight championship apparently 
Well, it's personal at Christian, you know? Oh, I see. It's so more personal... about taking the title away from Christian than having it for himself, right? <laughs> yeah, well, clearly they're doing a great job in that. I mean, look mm -hmm. at where these storylines going. Nowhere. Literally. Yeah, all roads lead to to nowhere and it's good like, yeah it's going it's going all the way to getting interrupted by daniel garcia oh <laughs> uh, boy and just quietly just before when edge was making oh sorry adam or edge whatever you want to call him when he was making his uh you know entrance to the ring did you notice he would look to the hard camera side give a little smile and then wipe that smile straight off his face bro he would be like ham <laughs> type of deal man and i'm like wow I mean, it, it, surely he can't be happy right now with the way he's being positioned, bro. Oh, wait, he's not calling his own shots? Is he? If he is, I mean, it's pretty. he's pretty bad. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it's, it's bad. bad. But anyway, keep yep, going um, with his cope hope because I've got no yeah, hope well, for cope at this point. Well, I mean, more or less, I mean, they just, they, they say stuff and it's not really exciting, <laughs> but Edge does end up booking his own uh, match against Daniel Garcia in order to, you know, keep food on his family's table, so to speak, because he doesn't like it when people uh, take food off his table. I wish Daniel Garcia would take food off of Edge's family's table because he needs to put on an extra 15 or 20 pounds. And I told you him think? to do those push-ups, and I don't think he's been <laughs> doing them. Clearly, he doesn't do push-ups, dude. Heck, he doesn't even do dumbbells. No, I'm just saying. No, but he other dances. Than edge, but right. I mean, shit. Yeah. He's dancing. I hope we see Edge dance next week or this this week on Dynamite. It's gonna be a dance-off, and Rikishi will be there. There's there's not enough dancing between like dance-offs with Nana and Garcia. I know right. I think they've I mean, done something, be. but they should they do have. it all the time. I mean, Nana's dance is the dance of the year in professional wrestling. Come on, if there's an award, he's won it for me. Mm -hmm. Only yeah, because he looks so happy award, doing it. <laughs> well, there is now. Na 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 is your dancing hero. Sorry, Disco. Just saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nana's got it on you, bro. And Alex Wright at one stage was the best dancer, but not anymore. It's na na na. Yeah, what does that sound familiar? I'm just um, saying. It was a, I don't know. <laughs> LA uh, Knight. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, LA Knight catch. No, no. Anyway. Well, how about yeah, yeah? Because up next is a Mark Briscoe match. And he's yeah, facing, yeah. He's facing Brody King. Uh, these guys actually tore it wow. up, I thought. Bro, this is the match of the night. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it because it was hard hitting. But was it just me, or did Brody look pretty dazed in this match at one stage where he just, he looked like, I don't want to say lazy, right? Because it looked like he couldn't be bothered at one stage. So I'm thinking maybe he was a little dazed because his tooth down here was loose, bro. You could see him pushing it in did and out. Did he take a hard hit somewhere? He did, bro. He really did. And there was a lot of potatoes in this match. But what, what I want to ask you, was this a hardcore match? No, they just fucking it wasn't. Did what they wanted, so it wasn't a hardcore match. You could have fooled I me. Don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I could be wrong. I, I didn't remember them talking. Usually, when something like that, the announcers will beat you over the head with it. So they, well, they didn't beat me over the head with it. But clearly, these two were beating each other's heads. I mean, there was tables, there was chairs, there was uh, rails. 
I mean, yep. this was ridiculous. There was no count while they were outside the ring. Right. Refs were just non-existent. Is collision the show where rules don't matter? I know in AEW well, in general, it doesn't matter, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of, we've discussed how in the past, we've discussed how there's a lot of parallels between AEW and ECW. Definitely. Uh, but ECW one of those things that ECW just it. basically said, yeah, no rules. Uh, exactly. Whereas this freaking company is supposed to be all elite wrestling, not all extreme yeah. wrestling. Right, all elite wrestling, but yeah. what's so elite about this? I have no idea what's going on anymore. I don't even know what's happening on this show and what the stipulations are. No, well, you what you could have done then is you could have sort of, <laughs> if you wanted to, and this would sort of make sense with what they've been doing with uh, not only House of Black and FTR and Mark Briscoe and Daniel Garcia and all this other stuff. If you have it start out as a wrestling match. And then it gets carried away and both the guys get disqualified. That way you don't have to beat somebody. Uh, oh, you're talking then... about like Wednesday? <laughs> Which I called. I swear to God, I knew it was going to go there, dude. Well. By the way. I guess so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, there's, they just got to be a little bit more. What? What? Smarter? <laughs> well, be i mean there's only one guy writing all this shit up so how does he have trouble keeping track of it like oh, as he's no, writing he's, the card he's as, as he's writing bit. the card and the finishes how does he not see he put three <laughs> submissions in a row right like he's the one writing it so how does he not see it he should have said oh shit i'll switch this around <laughs> or whatever but it, it's fine it, it, so these guys they did what they did they had a match sadly uh somebody finally gets pinned but it's mark briscoe so you know after it, he picked him up like with ease bro mm -hmm. and did like the um you know like the you can't escape sort of move what do they call it again the the real name where you know he does the sideways sort of leap and lands valley on his driver? feet oh yeah the death valley driver exactly he did that so good bro on a big guy that that really impressed me but then yeah he lost anyway and by far for me, I felt like, I don't know, I enjoyed it because they just went pretty hard on each other, bro. It just, but that blade job at the end, when I hate the producers of this show, uh, they should be fired, bro, because they can never pan the camera away while he's blading, right? Mm. You know, when Julia Hart does that little. Yeah, nail so Julia spot. Hart, after, after the match, like for some reason, Julia Hart gets a spike, which right. first of all, a spike of what? Would you just get a railroad like a spike? Like what the what, what what the <laughs> hell is this? Other than what what would this be for except to stab a guy in the head? So anyway, he st <laughs> she stabs him in the fucking head with a spike. Right, okay. but instead it was uh, you know Mark Briscoe stabbing himself. But he looked like mm -hmm. he was struggling. He's like trying to hide it, but he's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Crazy. I hate that man. Well, there was just no reason for this so there was no reason yeah so brody decorates his wrist tape now because he's got you know some arts and crafts to work with <laughs> I think he should come out with a smog next week maybe right you know what i mean <laughs> retro says maybe a tent peg spike who the fuck's pitching <laughs> a tent in the arena <laughs> actually that was probably a tent uh pig spike that's what i'm saying but that's my point like why is it there or they went camping because they're calling it a spike <laughs> 
You could have right. used anything for this. You could have used a screwdriver, which they've done in the past. You could have used right. whatever, like whatever they Jesus. do. Yeah, it could have been some reason to be there. But why would why would anybody have a tent have tent supplies in the fucking arena? <laughs> well, they what all went camping the night before. What bro. are you staking it to the concrete floor? <laughs> Maybe I mean shit. They like camping. They're the house of black, bro. They're like hanging out in darkness. Yeah, well, they hang out somewhere else. <laughs> uh, Fucking all bum. right, well, so this is the kind of shit you won't get from a cage side seats review. That's why I took my own notes. Because right. last week, I know. they completely I know left out the Swerve Strickland interview. Oh, they did? Don't you remember? We talked about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like Swerve Strickland about... had a whole interview and we forgot to cover it because these Sammy. fucking guys didn't write it down on the review. And that's what I get for not making my own notes because <laughs> I guarantee you if they left out a whole Swerve Strickland, who's one of the few guys that's kind of over right now, then they certainly weren't going to get this 30-second Brian Keith promo uh, where you know he says, uh, good, bad, or ugly, get ready to pay up, sucker. So... There you go. Where have I heard sucker before? Um, lots of places. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It actually has been uh, a, lots of uh, places. Uh, a Wayans Brothers movie. Yes, it's uh, true. Stevie Ray. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, suffering Succotash, you know, Bugs Bunny and shit. Maybe that. I yeah. mean, <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of similar, but not really. But anyway, yeah. Uh, the bounty hunter wants to get paid. And motherfuckers better pay. Pay him. That's right. I mean. Yeah. I don't know what that means, though. Like, if he he's a bounty hunter. Why not? But but is a bounty on anyone for him to collect? Like, does he just drag? If he beats somebody in a match, does he drag the body into Tony's office and say, pay up, sucker? <laughs> like, how now, does it work? Now you're or, talking logic or does he again. just? Yeah. Or does he just, does he just get his paycheck and that's the bounty? Like, I don't. He's now all elite, so he right. doesn't have to do freelance work <laughs> and, and hunt anymore. down bounties. He can actually <laughs> just have matches and get a get a, a regular check. Is Doug the bounty hunter still alive at this point? Do you know? I think so. Well, why not? You know, in future, you know, WB love their celebrity sort of matches. They need like bounty and bounty on the same team, and they mm. can just bull rope motherfuckers and hand mm -hmm. them to TK, and then TK pays them. That would be good. Well, actually, yeah. I would like to see something like that. What about a babyface <laughs> bounty hunter gimmick? <laughs> How would you work that though, Vet? What do they do? You go they get off like, the bad guys. <laughs> well, like, like you know, like if Julia Hart stabs you in the head with a spike, maybe uh, Brian <laughs> Keith hunts her down and like ties her up and drags her in the office. Like, you want to find this woman? Ties her, but ties her. So, so her fine. <laughs> Because oh, look, shit. Mark Briscoe's a beloved member of this company <laughs> and she just stabbed him in the face for no reason. So that's a criminal uh, offense, bro. Yeah, that's criminal. So <laughs> so if I'm if I'm Brian Keith, now oh. I go, I lasso <laughs> Julia Hart, <laughs> throw oh, her man, over the shoulder, put her in the office and be like, Okay, oh, you find God. Julia and I'll take the fine <laughs> as my bounty. She can just Julia. put it right in my pocket. 
<laughs> That's Boom. a great storyline. Absolutely. Bro, man. how that good was that? To... All right, come that on, chat. Great. Show of hands. Who would who would love collision if this kind of stuff was happening? <laughs> oh, you think not just it. I love not it. just, you know, three, three, four, five tap outs in a row. Who who would want to <laughs> who likes Vets uh... Collision? <laughs> I mean, come on, we can call it, you know, Bounty Hunter Saturdays from now on. Yeah. You know, they love they love Shark Week. Big bounty <laughs> business. Mean, from yeah. the TD Garden. <laughs> Big bounty business, business from Boston. <laughs> but someone needs a lasso that he can't, you know, in the end. Oh, what if, what if he goes and he lassos Mercedes and brings <laughs> her in early? <laughs> no, it would be better if Sammy Guevara lassoes. <laughs> oh, that's Mercedes. right. Doesn't he want to? Yeah, remember? Doesn't he want to get? Oh, <laughs> maybe we should uh, sign some NDAs here. <laughs> oh shit yes please look at todd yes please put a little finger up for a yes please they want it yeah. the, the people have spoken yeah sammy guevara did you're right he did get suspended for saying something <laughs> on a podcast years ago about the person that's allegedly going to oh. be big business in boston allegedly that's who he was talking about right it's true so uh, and the I wife's at home with the baby <laughs> He's already lassoed her, clearly. But, um, I mean, come on. He needs a new gimmick, so he can be a bounty hunter, too. I mean, we've got more than three submissions in one night, so why not have three bounty hunters? Best ever bounty hunter, big business in Boston. <laughs> Best ever bounty hunter, big business. There's a lot of bees, bro. I like it. I like it, too. Yeah. Alliteration. Yeah, we, can have a, <laughs> we can have a pay-per-view, too, called Bounty Hunter. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's it. AEW Bounty Hunter. The pay per view, <laughs> the pay -per -view bro. Fight Forever and can get an update. The Bounty Hunter pack. <laughs> the Sue pack also and, can come and Brian later. Key, Sammy Guevara, and Mercedes <laughs> Monet. That sounds like a bad porn now. <laughs> Man, I'm not going to lie. But anyway, yeah, the Bounty Hunter pack. I like it. I like it a All lot. Right. <laughs> We're just giving ideas. See, whoever says we just. I think Medium 5 was the one that said that. Our show was predictable and we were just going to like come in here and shit on everything and say goodbye. You know, I bet he's yeah. feeling really stupid now, huh? Media M5. <laughs> you're, you're, you didn't expect to get all this great creative and uh, business ideas and alliteration. Big business. And, yeah. Big business from Boston. <laughs> More than the killer bees, Todd says. And bounties, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. What's the chance of a reunion there? <laughs> How old are they at this point? I mean, Brian Blair matter. and uh, they don't have to have a match. <laughs> I mean, we need show? some bees. I mean, yeah. we need bees. We need lizards Killer and bees, bounty hunters. B, <laughs> B Brian Blair and Jim Brunzel <laughs> yeah. and Jim Brunzel jumping Jim Brunzel in Boston bro. and get some bounties. <laughs> I used to love the friggin' the bees, dude. I don't know why, but I mean, what shit. Look at the tag team, huh? That was great, dude. Come on, man. In the eighties, that were a big deal at one and stage. And the mask man. gimmick. Yeah. You could put the I, mask on and, and then get unlimited double teams. Because <laughs> like the ref doesn't know who to did. throw out. Right. <laughs> when we had Axe Smash and Crush. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, pal. We can go full right. circle. All right. Enough fun. Back to collision. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So next is uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Kira oh. Hogan, old uh, Impact Buddies. Mm. I can't imagine that this wasn't why this match was made because they know each other so there you go <laughs> you 
Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, Venus de Milo for tap out number four. And then uh, Timeless Tony appears. She's not wasting any time. She's doing the the Brian Danielson thing and just walking past her past her uh, her feud uh, partner uh, and not selling her. Um, and then she gets a match with Queen Aminata. And uh, I have my notes. I have my notes, Jimmy. Uh, I just <laughs> yeah. wrote down. This took a while. It did. <laughs> this no this shit. was fucking interminably long for what it was. Uh, so they must have told Tony to pull time right in the middle of the match. Like, oh shit, we're going to be short. Uh, and rather than rather than tell Orange and Ishii to pull time, they told Tony oh to pull time. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. And like you said, a fourth damn... Se- this is going to be a record at this stage, right? Um... Uh, record for what <laughs> for the most submissions in one event so oh, far maybe i don't yeah. remember four let alone five or six but honestly i mean come on yeah four, four. in one crazy it's four so far um I, I, to be fair the venus de milo would be the last submission of the night so we're ending the total <laughs> at four um but three of them came in a row so that was more yep. noticeable uh anyway as far as this goes um you know storm hit a pile driver for a win here and uh then she storm zero storm zero uh <laughs> sounds like and then she announced soda. she, she <laughs> announced her saying. uh she announced her her new film premiere on uh dynamite uh oh, on wednesday whoa that's original um, dynamite yeah well, uh, sounds like diamante <laughs> don't don't get uh, don't get confusing now um <laughs> diamante's girlfriend lost in the previous match okay so uh so the movie's gonna be called wet ink which definitely sounds like a vince mcmahon uh, nda uh and buttholes she was talking about buttholes too vet right she was but i'm sure she was really talking about their matching ankle tattoos right that's what oh yeah there's those ducks Obviously, yeah definitely right she meant they're um, quacking yeah so um you know you were here when i was on the record first saying uh this is stupid um i said it yes chris liked it i said this is stupid this is what we're getting who do you think is uh who do you think is right between me and chris who do you think ended up looking better <laughs> why back, why are you back before me this really <laughs> back before this really kicked <laughs> off you know well you I, don't have to answer jimmy if you like to remain neutral but the chat can nah, nah. definitely I, put I, their maybe. opinion dude you know how I feel. Uh, if Chris is listening, I'm sorry, bro, but come on, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, look, man, I'm with you on this one by a mile. Sometimes I I even wonder what Chris is thinking. I mean, I don't know what he thinks sometimes, but um, look. Well, he probably never foresaw this, to be fair. Dude, <laughs> I, I've said this before in the past. Uh, look, look, Aaron says, I mean, he likes Chris, but the vet was right. I mean... He was. And I'm not just saying that because he's here. I'm truthfully... Look, I might have thrown Chris under the bus a couple of weeks back when I asked you for your opinion, knowing what your opinion was going to be. And that started a whole different argument at the time. And I was just like kicking back listening to you guys. But let's be real, dude. And I've said this more than once, but is this Tony Storm thing, you know, it's good, right? To an extent, but is it 
good because everything else is so bad that this is good, but really it's not that good, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's just not good. Well, let, well let me let me let me let me break it down further. Again, Tony Storm is trying to make it yeah, good. Yeah, no. It's not her fault, right? But it's impossible to make good. I think Because what's the, the end game? Where do you go like with this gimmick? You can't Right. Like it's it's not realistic to I just feel like she's booked herself in a corner, well, not her, but probably TK booked her in a corner because there's no real end to this. What? She just snaps out of it? Yeah, what do you do? And she gets punched. The other thing is like the other thing is, you know, whatever the concept is, uh, she's not doing anything that's. It's like mm. it's supposed to be a parody of old movie stars, but she's not doing anything that old movie stars do. No, like her, like running around the ring and just like voguing and posing and stuff. It's like. And that she, what she is pulls that? off the face expression so it's pretty funny because she's just an idiot the way she does it right and what why is um like why do things uh why are sometimes things in black and white and others not like why wouldn't her whole match be in black and white but when her, she's in a close-up it goes to black and white like why would that be <laughs> again aw right i mean come on they should have it all grainy too during the match like yeah, how do you Bob go to villain grainy, sort of style? Yeah, how do you go to grainy footage? Like, why is the footage grainy? This is all being shot digitally. There's no grain. Right. <laughs> what There's the fuck no are grain. You doing? Hello, it's 2024. Crying out there. We know she's not really in 1950 something. You know what I mean? Or 30 something. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's stupid. Like when you break it down, it truly is silly. But people like it because they're fed with such crap that this stands out as something good because they're actually putting effort and i use that term lightly into this no because... I, I wouldn't even say that i think the reason I'm trying to be anybody nice. likes it <laughs> is the way people like things ironically you just like it ironically that's it it's not genuinely good i don't really like it that's you're, you're laughing at it it's wrestle crap it's the same 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 reason you like i'm trying what? like there's nothing there's yeah, nothing well, else in wrestling like this, dude. Come on. Well, nothing like this, but there's there's stuff that people just pretend to like, you know? Like the Young it, Bucks, it, for example. Everything they've ever done. Like, nobody really legitimately thought those guys were cool ever, did they? You were just like, oh like my the, god, these guys are so ridiculous, on, I think this is funny. Meltzer Driver, ha ha ha, they named it after the dirt sheet guy. Like, that, that, like was anybody legitimately a fan of these guys? Or were they just like, well, wrestling's a joke, so these guys are entertaining. Like, it's the same. It's the same kind of thing. You look at Tony Storm; she's being ridiculous. She's trying to be entertaining. She's trying to entertain you. She's doing something different. Who cares if it makes sense or not? Who cares if everybody else has to play along with it? Why we gotta have Deanna Parazzo in color and her uh, in black <laughs> and white on the same stage? Like, Ugh. just because because AEW, right, Todd? So, you know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, look, this is dumb. I feel like this feud is actually failing and floundering really bad already, dude. And it's only been, what, three, four weeks, if that? You know what I mean? Look, let's just say we're moving on to the main event. Looks like there's been enough talk. They don't even get that on Rampage anymore, right? Mark Henry don't work there anymore, does he? He's just out. You know what? I have not seen him on Rampage. I didn't think of that, man. And 
do you think they've silently released him after he, he repeatedly bashes the company on Busted Open Radio? They must have. I mean, he does. He bashes the company repeatedly on Busted Open Ra- uh, Rainbow, I was going to say, radio. And, um, yeah, no, you, I think you answered something. But no one said anything that he's gone. So I find that interesting. But, um, yeah, we are in the main event. And, heck, they're that lazy vet that they don't even do those little promos at the start of Collision anymore, which I liked. Yeah, no time for that. Just no time. Play the, play the Elton John. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't even want to mention anything about that, but you know my thoughts already. Just All right. Elton John. So it's so it's so it's uh, you know, the Stone Pitbull versus um, the Orange, not the, Pitbull, the, the the beverage, the beverage, orange beverage. Yeah, <laughs> the orange uh, beverage. Yep, nice nice main event here uh, for Collision. It was um, total chaos. Mm-hmm. total chaos yeah total well, chaos. why did this i don't know why this match happened i guess they just booked it um well you, you could have fooled me because you know the the beverage guy has been booked on every show this week i've had to suffer through the beverage on dynamite on rampage and now on collision mm-hmm. free orange juice all around mm-hmm. or soda or soda it could be fanta uh, it could be fanta yeah, this would this would probably come as a shock to some people because I don't really, for whatever reason, I seem like I don't really review much Orange Cassidy. He's always like either just in a promo or he's with the his idiot friends or whatever that I don't like. <laughs> his idiot friends, like so I never, I I very rarely get the chance to like comment on just like a regular Orange Cassidy one on one match. Um, well, that's a shame. But now yeah. you get your chance, Vet. Yeah, here's my chance. Yeah. It's my big He's moment. A... You've lost your virginity for uh, Orange Cassidy. Yeah. And uh, here's what <laughs> I have to say. Um, well, I, I like the match. Uh, I like Orange Cassidy. I don't have a problem with Orange Cassidy. Uh, I know that sounds funny after I just sat there and took <laughs> apart Tony Storm. I like Tony Storm, though. I, I like Tony Storm, too. I still want to watch her. You know, like, I, even though this... To me, I don't like this gimmick in the context of the business and the company and the show, but I still like Tony. So like, I want to watch Tony Storm and uh, I like Orange Cassidy. My thing has always been, look, somebody in wrestling was going to be the guy with hands in their pockets. He was just the first one. So, uh, so this is what we get. But um, my thing is, it's the difference between uh ill like sort of like unlikely and impossible right <laughs> like see. orange cassidy is a guy that pretty much nobody would probably act like this but they could well they could put their hands in their pockets and try to fight they could taunt guys by weakly kicking them in the ankles and stuff like it's not a good idea but it's not impossible a person could do that uh tony Dude. storm cannot take the color out of the world at will yes she can't you know? damn it she's no it. she's she doing can't. it now she needs help <laughs> she needs help to do it right she needs a production uh, guy the same thing with the house of black like oh. you need somebody to turn out the lights for you you need somebody to go along with all this <laughs> shit right mad hardy teleporting like that's not a thing that can happen what that's not real it's not real oh oh man you 
Damn, I didn't know. I thought that was real, dude. I thought he really teleported. But on the other hand, oh. real hands, real pockets. <laughs> In pockets, right? Yeah. That's real. So it's okay with me, even though uh. it's silly. So as long as you can sort of tell a story with it and kind of make it half ass make sense, I'm okay with that. Uh, but does it really make sense? In a way. Well, in this match, it kind of did, I thought. I thought they worked a good match. I liked how he was selling Ishii. I like how uh, Ishii would chop him once and he just <laughs> fell down and sold to the other corner. Right. So they were kind of telling the story with it. I like the way they worked the match. They had an exciting match. Certainly the people in the building were with it. Like they were pretty excited with the match. They love Orange for some yeah. reason, but yeah. Right. And, they, and so th they were with the match and the match delivered. Um, they it's delivered, just right. that it it sort of came out of nowhere and uh that's the only real knock against it there's no reason for the match to happen but um there's no reason for anything and uh oh the hands in the pockets is ai oh so okay. special effects vet uh, mm, i'm sorry to right. tell you they're not real well, hands well it fooled me so that's good enough <laughs> right um uh, zane thinks it's a kayfabe yeah. killer <laughs> yeah that um, should be his finishing move okay fake yeah um, yeah so i mean i i like the match um what did you think of the match jimmy you didn't seem like you were too into it uh, now I, I say this term pretty frequently now vet and i'm sure you you know what i'm about to say but the power of the phone ah it got me again dude every time orange is on my screen i've seen him three times bro mm. three times I've done three shows in two days, and this mofo was there every time. Well, with his I, friends too, mind yeah, you. Yeah, that's that's the difference. See, because right when he's there with his friends, I just fast forward that shit. I cannot, I, I can't with the best friends, as the kids say. I can't even. So I get that part. So, but would he, he here? They didn't even come out with him. So I, no, I like right. that. Well, you know what's even sadder, Vet? I actually didn't mind Rapungi Vice once upon a time. Now you can Rapungi their asses on back You're to Rapungi. Jimmy. How dare you <laughs> ever like Rapungi Vice? Dude, I did. The lamest I did. guys that have ever existed. I'm so ashamed that they're ever associated with New Japan. Just fucking Trent and Rocky. They're just the worst. Rapungi. <laughs> Rapungi Vice, like the song says. Just saying. Rocky Romero makes the worst music ever in wrestling. <laughs> he does. He actually does. At least the remix one we show in Yo was kind of better. But the original OG Rapungi Vice song, feral. It's just trash. Straight trash. What, Rocky actually made that song? I know he was rapping in it, or if you want to call it rap. Yeah, I don't. But did he actually produce the song too? Probably. Jesus. God damn it, Rocky. We need Chico El Luchador to make a comeback just quietly, if anyone nobody knows does. who that is. <laughs> yeah, nobody does. <laughs> Do you think no one does? Nobody does. Not one person ah. knows what you're talking about. They're, you're um, probably right. Except probably. I'm the only one that does, and I'm telling you, you guys, you do. do not want him to make a comeback. <laughs> Y'all tripping. <laughs> yeah, no. I disagree. Trust I, me. I Chico El, Su uh, El Luchador. Number one. Numero uno. All right. Just well, saying. that guy was nowhere to be found. His buddies were nowhere <laughs> to be found. It was just Orange and Ishii. Great friends. Uh, Orange won. Uh, Orange won with the orange package. Uh, so there <laughs> the you go. Package. 
Yeah, he What's countered the package. He countered the he well he countered the uh vertical drop brain buster <laughs> with an inside cradle aka an orange package. Now, again, <laughs> details, details, but when you beat a guy with the small package, dude, you have to cross your legs. Cross your legs. You know what I mean? Like over their foot. Uh if you're just doing the lazy version, it just looks bad. So just those little things orange please if you could uh, but yeah, so they, he wins that and then Ishii starts to leave and then the uh, undisputed kingdom come out. Um, and then they hit the spike pile driver on orange Ooh. and then Ishii comes back to make the save and runs them all off. Cause they're not fucking with him. And, uh, so are you trying to say chaos ensue? Uh, well, <laughs> Ishii ensued. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> nobody else came out to help. <laughs> oh man. Like, uh, Look, Aaron, I know you've been saying this, you know, the last few days, but uh, I'm not going to go as far as an F, I don't think. But it's close for me. Yeah. Yeah. And White and Juice are off the show now. They're dynamite guys. Oh, my God. Dude. Dynamite. Oh, di that's right. It's uh, Wednesday yeah. Dynamite. That's dynamite. True. Yeah. That's new, new which, fancy pants shit. Which they should be more CMLL guys if it's. <laughs> I wonder what Triple uh, think about all this. It's tremendous. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We need Master P and the West, and the West. Uh, the what's it called? The the West City Rednecks, whatever they're called. Uh, I know I got that wrong, but we need them back because rap West is crap. Texas. Apparently, West Texas Rednecks. That's it. <laughs> I forgot all about what, but unfortunately, R.I.P. to Kurt Hennig. What about mm. the um, No Limit Soldiers? Can can we get a comeback there? Does Master P still own Hog? I don't know. Because apparently he did. But anyway, why am I talking about Hog? I, I think I it's time. I don't know. <laughs> Should we give our uh, grades, actually, Vet? I think we can wrap it up, dude, because we've gone okay. two hours. All right. <laughs> um, All right. A grade. Uh, I will grade this show a... It's like a... It's like a C... C Because they did some good <laughs> things. They did some bad things. They kind of canceled each other out. Actually, nothing was really bad, bad. Uh, it's just, it, it, it just flat. Some stuff was flat. Very flat. Um, but this week and last week were much improved from like the previous four weeks. So I'll give them that at least. Uh, they don't have the Continental Classic to fall back on. So now they got to just, you know, you know, um, their, their random matches have to just, uh, entertain us and some of them like i thought they were good like you know they're all right but i i don't really care about the stories they're telling <laughs> so whereas <laughs> whereas like in wwe you're interested in the stories and not as much the matches here some of the matches are good and none of the stories are good so it's like can anybody just get it together <laughs> never <laughs> it's not happening this is what sums up this show for me, is the song in the background. <laughs> it's your favorite song, Vet, actually. You remember this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Tell me a lie. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, shout-outs to Shawn Michaels, you know, for losing his smile. Tell me a lie. I mean, come on. He was telling yeah. a lot of lies. Yeah, but uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, I would give this... Uh, 
probably a D plus. Fair. Look at that. We even, I'm, I mean, uh, look, there was, I, I felt, I enjoyed two matches, like, really. And that was obviously the House of Black camping match with uh, the, the chicken coop. The mentioned chickens way too much. I know the Briscoes are associated with chickens, but do we need... If you're going to talk chickens all the time, can we get a chicken in a ring match? Is that possible? Chicken on a pole? Chicken coop on a pole? Are we chicken nuggets on a pole, maybe? Chicken nuggets on a pole? Yeah. Sweden sells... Well, Mark you know, Briscoe dip. is the Sussex County chicken, so he's right. already I in mean, the ring. I'm sure that, he can come up with schnitzels, covered. too. Hmm. Yeah, we can have all sorts of chicken around the ring. I mean, why not? I mean, House of Black, they've got the spikes, the camping spikes for tents. You know, Mark Briscoe's got the chickens. I mean, what can go wrong? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, everything can go wrong, but... <laughs> You're saying it's a D plus, and maybe if yep. they want to get out of the D grades, they're going to have to bring a chicken in, is what you're saying. That's basically what I'm getting from. Then we'll go up to see or a Gila monster again. All that, I mean, maybe. Why not? Whatever that is. I mean, does he heal things with a G? Uh, no. Oh, well, that sucks. Well, yeah, D plus for me. If there's chickens next week, it's definitely going to move up to a C at the very least. Put it that way. Because, you know, you, everybody loves chickens. Chickens can go, bro. Have you seen those things? They gang up on you, dude, and will peck the shit out of you. Just saying. Legend Tell me a lie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, man. So, yeah, D, you said C, correct? Mm, C minus, so it's close. Ah, C minus, D plus for me. And... Yeah, I guess that's a wrap, man. I mean, is there anything else we need to touch on? Do we forget anything like we did on the Machismo last week? We, we've got Nothing Sammy on Zane's this show. I, I got it all. I wrote it all down. So unless something was missing from the feed I was watching, which has happened in the past, uh, <laughs> then no, I got it all. So suck that cage side seat. Suck that bleacher yeah. report. Eat a dick for D. I mean, come on. But um, yeah... Well, it is getting late. Uh, well, not late. It's actually early. But still, it's getting late for us. So, Vet, tell them where they can find you, my friend. Well, you ought to know by now, it's Opinion Haver on uh, all your favorite platforms, social media or otherwise, uh, including Twitch, which I'll be very shortly. Yes, I will be. So, uh, if you guys want to join me over there, you know what it is. Opinion Haver. That's Opinion Haver everywhere. And you can find me all over HMG, too, whether it's the... Next Level Wrestling Review at uh, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern every Wednesday with Big Ray Hernandez, whether it's the Impact Attack uh, with Brandon every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, whether it's this show, The Wreckage, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, uh, Sunday mornings, uh, or any other time, as long as you're uh, notified whenever Humming Media Group shows go on the air, then uh, you got a chance to see me doing something. Um... Besides me, there's always Wrestling with Rip Rogers every Friday at their concrete time. You might see an outrunner or two. You never know. They just celebrated their two-year anniversary as a show. So wow. to celebrate, Punk they boy. had um, one man gang stop by. Uh, he was able Who, to get technology. The African to work. Dream Hakeem. Yep. The very wow. guy. Yep. <laughs> uh, 
he was able to get technology to work well enough to do a show with uh, Vaughn and Rip. So check out One Man Gang. And uh, check out Stevie Richards. He's doing big things over at his wrestling analysis channel, his fitness channel, his podcast, the Big Fitness Show with Big Mike Barons, and their extra channel. They got their own channel. Stevie Richards has more channels than I do shows. Uh, oh, you know, wow. And you know, that's, We're not even talking about his wife's crazy. channel uh, <laughs> and all these others. There's too many channels. Like, come on. Let's, let's mean, condense some of these channels back down. Um, but, <laughs> but Stevie's loving it, man. So, you know, yes, if he's happy, we're happy. So Absolutely. follow Stevie Richards at any one or all of the things <laughs> as you can. Like you, you pick and choose. It's a la carte with Stevie Richards channels. You <laughs> pick the ones you want. Just like I pick the things to like, uh, on, uh, on AEW. So, Absolutely. or WWE or any wrestling, a la carte, a la carte, a la carte. Jimmy, that's it for me. Oh, well, um, it's funny because. Stevie has got, I mean, he's got a touch of anything and everything. You know what I mean? You want technology? Stevie covers it. You want wrestling? Stevie covers it. You want fitness? Well, guess what? Stevie covers that too. So look out for it. If you want tourism, he might <laughs> yeah. cover that. That's true. Food even these days? Heck, he even covers that, bro. He's got a video uh, that for his birthday, his wife... Uh, took him to the uh the deck oh, of the star, star trek, trek yeah star yeah, yeah, trek yeah. enterprise so he's right Absolutely there in right. the captain's chair captain stevie so you know check out that video <laughs> oh man he's everywhere uh everyone's saying to join to join you on the twitch have you got Tekken eight actually by any chance vet oh right, dude get no it i love it bro do you oh i love it dude that is by far the best tekken ever ever bro by a long shot love I like that they love put, that game i don't i don't like that they put a baby mode in you can do one button combos i don't like that oh uh, yeah that's true they've done that the last two kind of tekens to be fair and yeah, they, uh but they're, I mean, they're, they're letting everybody in jimmy we're trying to gatekeep and they're just letting all these scrubs and noobs in <laughs> well get this I, I was playing online and i kicked everybody's ass dude i mean i only lost once so i'm the man on tekken right now but you're right now you just press you no know, Tekken players <laughs> in australia it doesn't matter bro I, I, there is in a in a ai mode if you know what i mean in in the in the stratosphere somewhere you'll definitely find me there but um Tekken three bro come on jerome <laughs> that was a long time ago i was playing Tekken three on ps1 and the arcades of course but anyway and no australia does not exist there and but if you want to follow me you can right here at well, actually, you can get me at Channel Attitude, but I was going to say at the X or Twitter, whatever it is, at DJ Mass Effects and also at the PWC Network. Please like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com with five bucks only to get the realest talk, but also the best talk in all of pro wrestling. And also at hamimedigroup.podbean.com and at the PWC Network.podbean.com for all our other shows. And that's a wrap from me. So in saying that, I am Jimmy T. That is the vet, Jamie Williams. And you've been listening and watching the Hamid Media Group's Saturday Night Wreckage right here on channelattitude.com. And we're out. X is going to give it to you, Jerome. So peace out. And we'll see you next week. See yous. <laughs>